It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Broadcasting live from Volunteer Stadium in Lots, Michigan, this is Westwood Patriot football on ESPN Radio UP. Hi, everybody. A very pleasant good evening to you. Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play. Thomas Dunstan, our in-studio producer and engineer. We are delighted to have you tuned in and get you set to kick off week seven of the Michigan high school football season with us this evening. Once again, we are live ESPN UP and on the ESPN-UP mobile app. Delighted you're with us for tonight's matchup between the Westwood Patriots and the Lots Purple Harnets. It is homecoming night up here in Lots, and the Purple are already starting to turn out in big numbers, set and set with a big showdown in Westpac Division A this evening. It is the 24th time in school history the two teams have met. Westwood's all-time record against Lots, 12 wins, 10 losses, and one tie. They met last season, September 8th of 2017. That was a 38-10 victory for Westwood. The Patriots have won each of the last eight meetings, dating back to 1989 against Lots. That was the last time the Purple Hornets got a win in this series, September 8th of 89. That was during their last season as a member of the Copper Country Conference. Westwood is 4-2, and 3-1 and in West Pack A entering play this evening. Week 1 got it started a big way, a 42-0 win at Houghton, followed it up with a 34-7 win over Iron Mountain at home in Week 2. Then Weeks 3 and 4, the only two losses this season. Uh, week 3 at Calumet, who's ranked ninth in Division 6, 14-12, the decision of the Copper Kings. And Week 4, falling to Ishpeming, back at home, a 44-36 loss to the fourth-ranked team, in Division 7. Week 5, back to winning ways via forfeit, and last week a 46-0 drubbing over Hancock for homecoming week. All told, the Patriots are outscoring opponents 172-65. to The last two games of the year will have the Pats at home with Bessemer next week, final home game of the regular season, and visiting Nagani in Week 9, October 19th. Lance, meanwhile, comes in at 3-3. Three and three. They're 2-2 two and two in West Pack A. Week 1, they took on Hancock, had an early lead in that ball game, ended up falling 28-27. Week 2, a bounce-back win, and with another one-point game as they took down Houghton, 15-14. A blowout win over Bessemer in Week 3, 34-6. Then a 20-6 win over Munising, stepping out of West Pack A play the following week. Week 5, a blowout loss against Lake Linden, Hubble 34-8. And last week, another tough decision, dropping a 40-6 tilt against Nagani. All told, Lance has been outscored 110-128. to Their last two games of the season after night, they take on Iron Mountain and Calumet. So it doesn't get much easier for the Purple Hornets, who have three of the toughest teams in the West Pack for their final three games of the season, desperately trying to pick some up as they hope to return to the playoffs for the first time since 2015. Lance is coming off a season in which they went 4-5 and five a year ago. They would have a chance to match their win total from 2017 with a homecoming victory tonight. Let's take a look at the standings in the West Peninsula Athletic Conference. Calumet leading Division A. They're the only unbeaten team left. They are 4-0. Westwood second at 3-1, and then a four-way tie for third. Hancock, Lotz, Iron Mountain, and Agani are all 2-2. Two and two. Houghton follows at 1-3, and three, and Bessemer rounds out the pack at 0-4. Over in Division B, the final two unbeatens in that division, Ishpeming and West Iron County, are playing tomorrow. 
They are playing tomorrow. No game tonight for those two. Then you have Gwyn and Norway. They're playing tonight. They're both 3-1, and one, tied for third. Munising is 2-2 two and two there in fifth. Then Bark River Harris, Lake Linden Hubble, and Manistique are all 0-4. However, Bark River Harris is going to get their first win in the division tonight as Manistique has dropped their football program for the remainder of this season. Looking around the schedule this evening, among Westpac teams, Calumet visiting Houghton. Bessemer is at Nagani. Meanwhile, Hancock takes a trip to Iron Mountain. Gwynn, as mentioned, they visit Norway. West Iron County at Ishpeming tomorrow. Lake Linden Hubble visits Munising. And Manistique has fallen by forfeit to Bark River Harris. The first divisional victory for Bark River Harris as they pick it up over Manistique via the forfeit. We should have a fantastic football game coming up later this evening. Once again, broadcasting live from Lots, Michigan, Volunteer Stadium. Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play for ESPN Radio UP. Delighted that you're with us as we get set to kick off week seven. Starting to feel like late October as we just flip the calendar to it. A little bit of white stuff on the ground will wake us up this morning. And it's still a little... uh, Still a little damp on the field here. There is, let's just say, there's going to be a lot of laundry to do for the Patriots and those white jerseys this evening. Muddy conditions up here in lots, but playable for football anyway. Beautiful conditions, we should say, with a fantastic stadium and a great venue for football, a great atmosphere, with it being homecoming up here in Hornet territory. I tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You'll hear interviews with both head coaches, Scott Sergela of Westwood and Ryan Leaf of Lots. Those interviews and more coming up as our pregame rolls on. You're listening to ESPN Radio UP. Hundreds of stores sell mattresses, but only Art Van Pure Sleep sells you a great night's sleep. We all know what a better sleep means. Better energy, better health, better life. So how do you find the right mattress for you? Take the test. Our exclusive five-minute diagnostic test will fit you with the perfect mattress. Art Van Pure Sleep is the only place to find all major mattress brands under one roof and at the lowest prices around. Take the guesswork out of buying a mattress at your locally owned Art Van Furniture, U.S. 41 Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. The Upper Peninsula is our home because there's nowhere else like it on earth. Our traditions, homes, and properties are truly unique. When it comes to insuring them, Northern Mutual Insurance understands their value. Originally Finnish Mutual, Northern Mutual was formed in Calumet over 125 years ago and is still insuring Uper families from bridge to bridge. Iron Range Agency in Ishpeming is a leading agent for Northern Mutual. Make the change to Iron Range by calling 485-5544 for a quote with Northern Mutual, a company that knows the UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Breaking continues here on ESPN Radio UP, speaking with head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Lance. Coach, another week at it, coming off a big win last Friday. How do you carry that momentum in tonight? Well, we have to. Um, I thought our defense played excellent last week. I thought our offensive line played uh, really, really well last week. Um, It's a little bit of a different game, though, this week. Uh, Less finesse um, with the capability of, you know, playing a little bit of finesse football, Lance does. 
you know, but the, this is a team that's, you know, we've had some great battles with them over the years, and um, they're they're going to come out and they're going to try to punch us in the mouth, and uh, you know, we got to be able to withstand a punch and punch back a little bit ourselves, and and. Uh, Play physical. That's the biggest. That's my message to the kids. We have to. We have to be able to play physical tonight. That uh, Lance, you know, you watch them against different teams, and they're a physical bunch, and it, uh, we're going to have to get after it. They got a mobile quarterback with Wara. He can roll out. He can beat you if he spreads you out. He can do pretty much everything, and you know that offense flows through him and it shut him down. Yeah, well, we got to know where he is all the time. It, uh, you know, it, uh, he's the quarterback. He's balls in his hands, and you know, it's. Uh, you know he's one of the better athletes out there, but uh, tell you what, they they got some, they got some good backs, they got some good receivers, they got some good tight ends, um, you know. So we're gonna have to, uh, you know, not only know where he is, but we got to know where the other guys are too. But uh, you know, we worked on containing this week, and um, you know, I'll be honest, I thought we did a good job last week of it, uh, but it's a little bit different. It's a you know, it's a different, slightly different offense and things like that. So it uh, it's going to be a handful. Line looked awesome last week. Did they uh, give you the indication of practice they're going to continue it? Um, yeah, I thought our line played played well this week, and you know our line has been our mo this year. They they are our go to, and uh, um, I, I thought they have played you know great all year and uh, uh, right across the board. And um, you know we we got to get continue to get that line play. Um, we've challenged our. Our quarterback and our running backs and our wing backs to uh, uh, be better blockers this week, and we've worked on that. And you know, it's it's always good when you you go out and practice and and hold, you know, you, then tonight's the test. And uh, uh, let's see let's see how they how they do on the test. First road game since week three. Been about a month since you've been away from home. Uh, is there going to be any kind of uh, acclimation time, trying to get used to the environment, taking in that it's homecoming here? Well, I'll be, I'll be honest. Lance is always a hostile environment. You know, you got the fans right behind you. Um, you know, their their fans are very passionate uh, about their football here, and um, uh, you know, their 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 coaches are, their players are, and uh, Coach Leaf has a, a good good thing going up here. And uh, you know, we got to try to block out the noise and and uh, just play football. Coach, uh, lastly, give me some keys tonight. What are you looking for out of your team? Uh, first and foremost, we got to control the line of scrimmage on both offense and defense. Um, you know, we got to, our backs have to do a better blocking. Our line has to do the blocking like they did last week. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we got to be able to see some cuts. Uh, last week, I thought we made it even a little bit hard on ourselves at times where we didn't quite see some of the cuts, um, you know, during the play. And so we, we watched a lot of film this week as backs, and we worked on blocking. So if we can do that and then keep their quarterback in check on defense, and uh, we might have a chance. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight. Yeah, thank you. Right, that's Scott Sergila, head coach at Westwood High School. More coming up after this on ESPN Radio UP. Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports. At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mine. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven, that's our commitment to you. 
It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're listening to the Westwood Patriots pregame show on ESPN-UP. The game continues on ESPN Radio. UP speaking now with Lawrence head coach Mark Leaf. Coach, uh, coming off a loss last week at Nagani, uh, how much does that motivate your guys to try to put on a good show for homecoming? Well, yeah, you know, last week, a disappointing loss in Nagani. Uh, we played better than the score indicated. We just kind of hurt ourselves on mistakes. But, you know, we actually did play pretty well in that game at times. And, yeah, we're looking for a rebound tonight against a very good Westwood team. Tell me a little about uh, what you've seen from this Westwood team when you do your prep on them. Well, they're, they're, they come right at you. They're physical. Um, they got a good running game, good line, good good strong backs. They said they don't do nothing too fancy. They just hammer it at you, and uh, you got to be ready for that. Tell me about uh, what were the big takeaways from the Degati game you focused in on practice. Ball security for one thing, and eliminating some of the mistakes. Uh, uh, we, we shot ourselves in the foot over and over in that game, and we just got to get better with that. Tell me about uh, the homecoming atmosphere, what that's going to provide for the guys, and maybe how they've kept the focus on football over this week. Yeah, you know, there's a few distractions with homecoming and that, but the kids are excited. You know, it'll be a nice crowd here tonight. And uh, like I said, we're anticipating a bounce back game tonight. Always oh, seem to be a battle with these guys, a physical game. Is that what we can expect tonight? Yeah, we, I think so. You know, like you, like you said, uh, when you play these guys, it's always a physical matchup. Uh, it's just, we play that way, and so do they. So it's a, it's always a hard-nosed game. Coach, give me some keys to the game tonight. Well, one thing, you know, get off to a fast start. Get off to a good start. And, and like I said, uh, you got to eliminate the mistakes. You, you make those mistakes against a good football team, you're in trouble. And we can't have them tonight. And uh, a fast start is big for us tonight. Coach, as always, appreciate the best of luck tonight. Thank you much. Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome week seven of high school football with these deals. All natural, boneless, skinless chicken breasts for $1.66 a pound. Fresh and natural, boneless Smithfield pork chops, a family pack for $1.99 a pound. Coke products, 24 pack cans, $6.86 plus deposit. And premium grade Red Delicious Gala Granny Smith or Fuji Apples, 88 cents a pound. These prices are good through October 6th at your local Super One stores in the Gandhi and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Lodz Volunteer Stadium on the campus of Lodz High School in northern Michigan. Tanner Hoops with you. Thomas Dunstan is our in-studio producer and engineer. Once again, just about ready for kickoff this evening, week seven of the Michigan high school football season. The Lance Purple Hornets celebrating homecoming this evening. They welcome the Westwood Patriots. The Pats looking for their third straight win as they continue down the stretch to try and punch their ticket to the postseason. Two wins here in the final three weeks will do it. One to get them off the bubble. Meanwhile, you've got Lance that may need to win out should they go the rest of the way. These two teams are both involved in, uh, in blowout games last week. They were on completely different sides of it. Uh, Westwood homecoming last week, a 46 nothing blowout victory over Hancock. I don't think many people saw that coming. A Westwood victory maybe, but shutting out Hancock, putting up 46 on him, 30 and one quarter, that, that seemed a little steep. And I think Westwood, everyone was pretty pleased with the performance they had, far and away exceeding uh, most people's expectations. Lance, meanwhile, came up on the wrong end of a 46 decision against Nagani. And you heard Coach Mark Leap talk about in the pregame that that's something those guys are trying to have a short memory about. They get back home, they get in front of a home crowd, and as uh, one-sided maybe as the series has been as of late. You heard Coach Scott Sergio say the respect he has for the program up here and the passion that the crowd shows for their lots Purple Hornets. It's going to be a hostile environment tonight. The crowd's starting to fill up. A very cold, damp evening. Game time temperature right around 46 degrees here in the UP. Wind, very minimal. A little bit of a breeze going through. Feels kind of nice, to be quite honest with you. A little bit of snow was on the ground earlier today. Maybe that's what got us acclimated for this. We woke up to frost on the ground, warmed up just, just enough to melt it away, and it feels like a heat wave now. You've got football tonight. We are a little bit situated in a valley here at Volunteer Stadium. Beautiful facilities, but the water's come down, and flooding has been a little bit of an issue. It's a muddy field. It's going to get torn up tonight, and there are some white Patriot jerseys that are going to need some serious cleaning. A few extra Tide Pods are going to have to be thrown in the laundry tonight. Westwood again, 4-2 and two overall, 3-1, and one, and Westpac a play. Lots is 3-3. Three and three. They are 2-2 two and two in the Westpac. Now, Lots has... Three games to pick up, two at least, two wins at the minimum, and three to clinch a spot in the postseason. They play arguably their three toughest opponents of the season in week seven, eight, nine, starting tonight. However, uh, online with the Twitter uh, predictions as far as playoff projections go in the state of Michigan, they have both these teams making it into the postseason. So one way or another, the playoff projections see lots getting into the postseason whether that be with a 6-3 and three mark winning out or going 5-4, and four, what have you, the Lons Purple Hornets are projected to be a playoff team. Now, if they can't get that sixth win and they're sitting 5-4, and four, sitting on the bubble, tonight's game can go a long way in deciding that. Let's say this would be the loss tonight, and they go on to beat Iron Mountain and Calumet in Week 8 and 9, then how well are they going to perform with a team like the Patriots, a team that looks like they are well on their way to playing postseason football? This is going to be a big factor into taking into consideration uh, how lots will fare as far as their chances of getting off the bubble shouldn't they not be able to pick up six wins. 
Once again, in case you missed it before the break, we'll go through the Westpac A standings. Over in Division A, Calumet still on top. They are 4-0, and they're a ranked team top 10 in Division 6. Westwood, meanwhile, by themselves in second place at 3-1, and a four-way tie for third between Lance, Iron Mountain, Nagani, and Hancock. All those teams are 2-2. Two two. Houghton playing better football. They pick up their first win last week to move to 1-3. Bessemer still in the cellar. They are 0-4. The Westpac A games in uh, action tonight, Calumet is visiting Houghton as the Gremlins try for a win at home to try and knock off the division-leading Copper Kings. Westwood certainly hoping that would be the case as they try to climb back into the conference race against Calumet. Bessemer is visiting Nagani. Hancock is at Iron Mountain, who's trying to recover after suffering their second loss of the season last week. Over in Division B, Ishpeming and West Iron County, they don't play tonight. They'll play tomorrow. They will play tomorrow for what is essentially that division championship. Uh, so those two are both 4-0. They're both ranked in the top 10 in Division 7. They're the two teams tied for the lead in Westpac Division B. Then you have Gwyn and Norway essentially in a third-place game. Those two teams are each 3-1. They're playing tonight as the model towners try to get back after a two-game losing streak and inch themselves off of the playoff bubble. Munison comes in 2-2, two two, their fifth in the division. Then the bottom three are all 0-4, Bark River, Harris, Lakeland, and Hubble, and Manistique. Although Bark River, Harris is now 1-4 and four as they pick up the forfeit victory tonight over Manistique. Division B games, you've got Lakeland and Hubble visiting Munison. Again, Bark River, Harris night off with Manistique on the schedule. Gwyn and Norway, West Iron County taking on Ishpeming. Now, talked about the postseason projections earlier in the broadcast. Westwood also projected to be a postseason team. In the latest playoff projections, Westwood is in as a three seed, and they get Calumet in the first round. For Westwood, I think that's pretty favorable. Westwood, first of all, they get in. They might be the most dangerous three seed in the state of Michigan, and they would love another shot at Calumet, a team that beat us by two when we went up there in week three. And the Patriots would love one more shot to get back at them. That game is looking more and more as if it were to be the division championship. Once again, Westwood back home next week to take on the Bessemer Speed Boys as they try to move themselves out of the conference cellar tonight. Once again, they are visiting Nagani. So Bessemer comes to town next week. And then a trip to Nagani to take on the minor short trip, albeit for Westwood in week nine, to close out the regular season. For Lots, their 3-3 three and three record on the line tonight. They try to match last year's win total with a victory. And once again, it is homecoming for the purple and white here in Lots. Well, let's take a look at the starting lineups as put together by each head coach. And we'll begin with Westwood on offense. Nathan Beckman quarterbacks this team as running back is Ashton Bergman. The two wideouts, Adam Heitman, Taylor Delangelo, back after missing time with a hip flexor. The two tight ends in this double tight set, Eric Anderson and Jacob Adriano. And then the offensive line, the tackles are Blake Hewitt and Sam Gillis. Hayden Mann and Jackson Vidlin are the guards. Matt Pavo centers the offensive line. On defense, Westwood looks like this. The bookends are Sam Gillis and Hayden Mann. The defensive tackles, Blake Hewitt and Jackson Vidlin. The outside linebackers in the 4-4 defense, Jacob Adriano and Eric Anderson. Ashton Bergman and Garrett Mann on the inside. The corners are Taylor Delangelo and Jad Pullman. Nathan Beckman lines up as the safety. The head coach is Scott Sergela. He's assisted by Brad Wilgen and Mitch Messing, Bobby Zulke, Scott Mann, and Seth Tackman. Those are the Westwood Patriots. Their record 4-2, 3-1 in league play. 
Now the starting lineup for the Lance Purple Hornets, and their offense flows through their quarterback, Reese Wara. He is an all-star for them. He's going to make it all happen. A versatile, mobile quarterback who's got an arm to boot. His backfield consists of tailback Jonah Dowd. The fullback is Alec Riola. The two wideouts are Terry Reed and Paul Jacobson. Tanner Lane is the tight end. Up front for Lots, the Purple Hornet moving company. The tackles on the left, Bobby Jenshaw with Tristan Stockton on the right. The guards are Jacob Demink and Jacob Hampaw. Max Ostermeyer, three-year starter, is the center. Here's how Lots looks defensively. The bookends are Tristan Stockton and Bobby Genshaw. The nose tackle in their 3-5 defense is Devin Funk. The outside linebackers are Johnny Messer and Cooper LaPlante. They are centered by Tanner Lane, Alec Riala, and Alec Sangregret. The two corners are Reese Wera and Jonah Dowd. Terry Reed lines up at safety. The head coach is Mark Leaf. He's assisted by Dan Perot, Chris Beaver, Dave Tamburel, Matt Emblold, Eric Demink, and Mike Griffin. Those are tonight's starting lineups. Once again, we're glad that you're with us. Whether it's on your AM or FM dial, ESPN Radio UP, or you're tuned in with the ESPN Radio UP app, Tanner Hoops on the play-by-play, Westwood Patriot football getting set for week seven of the 2018 season, visiting the Lots Purple Hornets. We will have the national anthem coming up shortly. We'll follow that up with kickoff. And once again, as always, glad that you're tuned in with us. Hope that you're ready for what should be a fantastic football game. So they wait to see if the Patriots will make an appearance for the national anthem. Just about ready for kickoff once again here at Lance. Week 7. And the first time since September 8 of last year the two teams have met. Patriots looking for their ninth straight win over Lance. A streak that has not been broken since 1989, the last time the Lance Purple Hornets picked up a victory in this series. But we've got the coaches show at 9 a.m. tomorrow. We'll get the local coaches on, including Scott Sergula. The cheer and the noise you hear in the background, the Westwood Patriots have taken the field. And a pretty good crowd made the trip up here from Ishpeming. I tell you what, it is homecoming here at Lance, but the Navy in red is rivaling the purple that we see in the crowd tonight. We'll take our last break. We'll come back and we'll have kickoff. This is Westwood Patriot Football on ESPN Radio, UP. From the days of lumbermen coming out of the woods twice a year to buy clothing and supplies at Willard Sports to now, you'll get what you'll need to cheer on your favorite teams. Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond fans will all find spirit gear to look the part from the stands or on the sidelines. Wilderness Sports will let you touch and feel the items, and if you want something custom ordered, they can do that for you too. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. There are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car to you is now a fair price. Well, Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle that they can stand behind. They're completely inspected and clean. The new car smell is gone from some of them, but you know that you're getting a car that will work for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales has a lot full of vehicles that might be perfect for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. 
We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com. Your new and improved source for all things UP sports. It's time for kickoff on your home for Westwood Patriots football. ESPN UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. And I lights are back. We're glad to have it for an ESPN Radio UP, Westwood Patriot football visiting lots this evening. Patriots have taken the field, have the ball teed up, set to kick it away. They'll be going from my left to right, facing the south end zone where the flag behind it Flies fairly limp. Not much of a win to speak of. Game time temperature, 46 degrees. If you got here with no context and you looked at the stadium tonight, you would assume we just had a heavy rain. And we had a little bit of it. But the majority of it, we woke up to frost this morning. We woke up to a little bit of snow on October 5th here in the UP. And the ground, a little tore up. There is going to be some mud on those white Patriot jerseys this evening. Those white jerseys have red numerals supplemented by a little navy, navy trousers and red helmets. Eric Anderson has the ball teed up, and he sends a low-line drive that squibs across the field. It's fumbled and quickly dove on by a purple hornet. A squib kick, and Tanner Lane was able to get on top of it for lots before any Patriot could swoop in recover the fumble. That's one thing I talked with Serge earlier. Coach Scott Sergela came on my radio show this week. He said, it may look like to teams that we're doing an onside kick if we have a big lead trying to run up the score, and it's not the case. We just don't have somebody who can kick it downfield, so we squib it every time. Don't want to risk giving up a long kickoff return. So here is Reese Wara. Wara rolling out to his right on play action, looking, pump fakes, nobody there. Now has to fire and get it away and just throws it out of bounds over the Westwood sideline in hot pursuit was Sam Gillis from his defensive end spot. And Wara did the right decision, just threw it out of bounds, lives to see another play. Second down and 10, ball at the 33-yard line. Westwood looking for their ninth straight win over Lots. Have not lost to the Purple Hornets since September 8th of 1989. That was the last season before the Purple Hornets joined the Mid-Peninsula Conference. They were still a member of the Copper Country Conference at the time. Wara turns, hands off on second down. Jonah Ward going right up the middle. He swallowed up near the line of scrimmage, gained of maybe half a yard, and it brings up third down and long. So Ward, the ball carrier, tackle was made by Garrett Mann, one of the inside linebackers for Westwood. Patriots looking for their third straight win, trying to get victory number five on the 2018 season. 30 seconds into the ball game. Third down, nine yards to go, ball at the 34-yard line. A gloomy, overcast evening. 46 degrees here in northern Michigan. Double tight end set for Lots. Two-man backfield. Wara, play action, rolling, stepping out, firing, put up a deep ball, incomplete. Well over the head of Jacobson, his intended target. Well covered on the play by Pullman, and it's a three and out for Lots. Now, this may not be a situation where Lots wants to fake it, though that's a deadly option for them if they choose to. Wara, who is their quarterback, also plays punter. 
He's the best athlete that is wearing a purple jersey this evening. He can do it all for them. So the Pats looking like they are going to get ready for their first series on offense. Taylor Delangelo is the deep man. Snap is high, pulled down by Wara, and he boots it away. A good punt and takes a couple of hops in front of Delangelo. He gets away with it, and it rolls dead near the 20-yard line. Good punt by Wara. And Westwood will take over first and 10 inside their own 25. So here come the Pats on their first offensive series. Again, last week only threw the ball for one completion. Nathan Beckman was one for four last week in the victory over Hancock. 46-0. A 22-yard strike to Adam Heighton in the only reception of the game. And the Pats still won handily. Here comes Westwood. First true road game since week three when visiting Calumet. Double tight end set, two out wide on the play. Three-man front defensively for Lots. Beckman takes a snap from the shotgun, rolling out to the right, looking, steps up, fires across the middle, intercepted. Looking for Delangelo. Instead, it's picked off by Reese Wara. And Wara's forced out of bounds near the spot where he made the pick. He read that ball perfectly. Beckman, a rare mistake. He telegraphed the pass, looking for Delangelo all the way. And Wara just stepped in and picked it off. Might have been a little underthrown as well. So first and 10 for the Purple Hornets. Ball is spotted at the Westwood 30-yard line. So a quick turnover gives the ball back to Lotz with great field position. Scoreless ball game, 10.45 left to go, quarter number one. Wara under center with a two-man backfield. He turns, fakes the give, fires out to the left side. It's caught near the first down marker and being pushed out of bounds after making the catch. Alec Rayala, his fullback, coming out of the backfield. And he has enough for the first down out to the 20. So first down and 10 for Lutz after the 14-yard catch by Rayala. Ball spot at the 16 of Westwood. Purple Hornets are decked out in all purple this evening. White numerals supplemented by a little black to go along with purple helmets. Wara with a double tight end set. He's got one out wide. He's to the far side of the field. He turns and hands off to Funk, who's hitting the backfield and drilled backwards. Taken down for a loss. It was Blake Hewitt who came off the line. Met him in the backfield. Looks like a loss of one based on his forward progress. Mark it down as a loss of two. Back to the 18. Second down and 12. A tackle for a loss for Westwood. Blake Hewitt, one of the nose tackles. One wide on the play. It's Jacobson. Lines up to the near side. Double tight end set. Two-man backfield for Wara. He works under center. He turns. Rolling out of the play action. Blitz coming. Looking for an option. He fires near the sideline. Diving attempt for the catch is incomplete. He was looking for Rayala once again. The fullback, they'll run him out of the backfield and throw to him. Very similar to what the Lions do with Theo Riddick. Good pursuit that time by Sam Gillis. He's been doing a good job getting off his man. He's matched up with the right tackle, Tristan Stockton. Their tallest man on the offensive line. 9.49 to play here in the opening quarter. Third down and 12, ball at the 18. Scoreless ball game between Lance and Westwood. Wara working from the shotgun. Blitz coming. Takes a snap. Rolls to his right. Now looking left. Steps up. Fires a deep ball for the end zone. Underthrown. And 
It is intercepted. Pass is intercepted. They say he got underneath the ball. Nathan Beckman, the safety, and he slid down the end zone for the touchback. So Nathan Beckman ends up picking off his opposite number, Wara, in the end zone, an underthrown ball, and I couldn't tell if Beckman got his arms underneath it or not. The official took a while to think about it, says he did, and signaled for a touchback. So each team's quarterback also doubles their safety. They pick off each other here in the opening quarter. And it's first down and 10, Westwood. A shotgun for Beckman. And it's a direct snap to Bergman to his left. Bergman cutting off tackle, running hard to the right. He's got room and is dragged down just short of the first down marker, a gain of close to eight as Wara, the safety, came up and made the tackle for Lutz. 9.26 left to play opening quarter. Clock rolling. Westwood Patriot football on ESPN Radio UP. Also available on the ESPN Radio mobile app. Gain of eight on the play for Bergman. Second down and two. A 3-5 defense for Lance. They show blitz. Beckman takes the snap. Looking for the QB option. Keeps it himself. Has the first down and then some. Tiptoes the sidelines near the 35 and pushes forward and dives across the 40. Nathan Beckman continuing to roll forward. Do what he does best is be a tough man and put the shoulder down. A gain of about 12, maybe 13. Good enough for a first down either way. Beckman is about as tough as a high school athlete as you will find. Gimpy ankle or not. There's no way he's missing time on the field. Still wearing the walking boot, but the ankle is getting there. Works from the shotgun. Takes a snap. Now QB option left side. He's got room. He's got five. He's got ten. He's got a first down into Lance territory. Still breaking tackles. Finally dragged down inside the 40. Eight and a half minutes left to play opening quarter. The Patriots have something cooking. Their first drive. Ended after one play, an interception. And since then, the Pats have kept it on the ground. That's what worked for him last week. It's working so far tonight here in Lodz. Official spot is the 33. Beckman and the offense break the huddle, come to the line. Lodz runs in a 3-5 defense. But they like to blitz, not as much as Hancock, as you heard Coach say. But they'll bring some pressure on you. Beckman takes a snap from the shotgun. This time he's met in the backfield, stood up and driven backward. That time Lance was ready for it as the pressure gets to him. Jaden Demink came through along with Johnny Messer to make the stop for the Purple Hornets. Once again, in case you missed it, the Westwood starting offense, Beckman the quarterback, Ashton Bergman in the backfield, Adam Heitman, Taylor Delangelo the wideouts, Eric Anderson, Jacob Adriano the tight ends, and the Westwood moving crew, the offensive line up front, Blake Hewitt, Sam Gillis the tackles, Hayden Mann, and Jackson Vidlin the guards, Matt Pavo is the center. Second down and 13, Beckman takes a snap, now running up the middle, running inside the tackles, and he dives forward, and he gains about eight on the play to set up third down and five. Beckman calls his own number. Let's take a look at the Lons defense. The bookends are Tristan Stockton and Bobby Gunshaw. Devin Funk is the nose tackle in their 3-5. Outside linebackers Johnny Messer, Cooper LaPlante, Alex Sangregret, Tanner Lane, and Alec Raiola are the inside linebackers. Corners are Reese Ware and Jonah Dowd, and Terry Reed is the safety. Shotgun formation on third and five. 
Beckman with Bergman a step to his left. QB option again, same play, going up the middle, has the first down and then some, and continues to push the pile forward. He was stacked up by three purple jerseys. He just put the shoulder down and refused to be stopped. Nathan Beckman has put on a show before, but he's been running out of his mind tonight. However, we have a flag on the field, and this is coming back. And they're getting a hold somewhere. And Westwood is backed up, negating a great run by Nathan Beckman. 6.45 to play in the opening quarter. Scoreless ball game between Westwood and Lots. Week 7 of high school football action here in the great state of Michigan. Now they mark off the penalty. The ball's been spotted at the 37-yard line for Westwood. So it ends up being about third down and 13. Passing situation for the Pats. Two wide. They're both to the near side. Anderson at tight end is lined up as receiver. He's in the slot, but first Scott Sergula will burn a timeout. Third and 13 from the 37-yard line of Lutz. 6.33 to go opening quarter. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent, or would you call a 1-800 number? At this moment, you should be able to call Iron Rage Agency and Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Did you know First Bank has offices in Ishpeming, Marquette, and seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be a member of our community, First Bank. It's all about the people. And make the right choice. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Some of many proud sponsors for our game this evening. We'll continue to hear from them throughout the broadcast. Out of the timeout, let's see what Westwood designs to go with on personnel. Volunteer Stadium here in Lotz, Michigan. Fourth year for this football facility just off the campus of Lotz High School. And here come the Patriots out of the timeout. Third down, 13 yards to go. Two wide, both lining up to the near side. Delangelo's in the slot. Join him is Chad Pullman, the other receiver. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Gets a snap, rolls to his right, looking for an option. He fires down the right sideline, incomplete. It was intended for Pullman. He made a diving effort in front of the Lotz bench, screened my vision from it, and the official says it was incomplete. So now you might be thinking four down territory for Scott Sergula. You're at the Lotz 37-yard line. Let's see what kind of personnel he sends on the field. Fourth and 13, ball at the 37. Still here in the opening quarter, 6.26 to play, a scoreless ball game. The 24th all-time meeting between the two schools, and the offense stays on the field for Westwood. Scott Sergila rolling the dice on fourth and 14. Beckman takes a snap, rolls to his right, looking downfield, looking for help with the blitz coming, steps up in the pocket, fires, got a man, get dropped it. Diving effort for Delangelo near the 10-yard line. He had it, and then he lost it as he made contact with the ground. A turnover on down gives the ball back to Lotz. First and 10 at their own 37. 6-19 to play opening quarter. The blitz was coming. A strong throw from Beckman across his body. He had Delangelo hit him right in the red number four on his chest. But as he made contact with the ground, the ball bounced free. Delangelo playing for the first time since week four after suffering a hip flexor. 
And Juarez under center, pitches to Dowd, running to the left, trying to cut back up the middle, and he's stacked up by Bergman. Van came in and was helping on the stop as well, a minimal gain. Brings up second down and about nine. Six-minute mark. Quarter number one, Westwood and Lutz. Patriots looking for their ninth straight win in the series. They own the all-time series 12-10 to 10 with one tie thrown in there. Two wide on the play, one to each side. Jacobs and far side, Reed near side. Two-man backfield, War is under center. Play action, rolling out to the left, looking against the blitz, fires incomplete. Just throw it out of bounds. That blitz is really getting to War a third time. He's just had to throw it out of bounds. We're a little less than seven minutes into this ballgame. Another third down and long coming up for Lance. The Patriots getting good pressure up front. Defensive line, they've been getting in Wara's face. And that's what you got to do. He's their best player on the field. They've got to find a way to make him uncomfortable. The Lance offense flows through him. One out wide on the play. It's Reed to the near side. Wara from the shotgun takes a snap and rolls to his right. Blitz coming once again. He's pressured. He has to fire this one near the sideline. It is deflected, and it's intercepted. Westwood hung on to it. It is intercepted by Eric Anderson, the linebacker who made the pick in Lance territory. It looks like the 46 will be the official spot. Wara didn't want to throw it away. It was going to be fourth down if he did. He decided to throw it near the sideline where someone was going to catch it. Not a bad decision because even if it's intercepted, worst case scenario there, it'd be a turnover anyway. Westwood would be getting the ball. So here come the Patriots forcing the second turnover of the ball game for Lots. Nice snap, direct snap to Bergman. He pulls it down. He has five. He has close to ten, diving forward near the first down marker. A gain of close to 10 for Ashton Bergman on the direct snap. Brings up second and about half a yard. Five-minute mark here in quarter number one. Still a scoreless ball game. We'll call it second and one after a nine-yard gain by Bergman. 3-5 defense for the Purple Hornets. A two-man backfield this time. Direct snap again. Bergman, he has a first down and then some shaking off tacklers and is finally dragged down as he crosses the 35-yard line. He is near the 30. They call number 34 again. And he has enough to move the sticks. 4.41 to play here in this opening quarter. Ball is spotted at the Purple Hornet 28-yard line. First down and 10 after an eight-yard run by Bergman. Nobody out wide on the play for Westwood. Have not attempted a pass since the first play they ran from scrimmage. Another direct snap, Bergman. He pulls it down after a high snap. Has five, has 10, has a first down, and is finally dragged down inside the 20. Keep running at him until they can stop it. That seems to be the mindset for Scott Sergila. Eric Anderson had an interception last week in the victory over Hancock that set up Westwood's first scoring drive. 
The Patriots are trying to repeat the scenario here, marching down to the 18-yard line. 4-12 to play, clock rolling, scoreless ball game, quarter number one. Still nobody out wide of the play, shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Hard count, another direct snap, Bergman. He goes right up the middle, he busts forward for close to seven. He's down near the 10-yard line. Under four minutes to play in the opening quarter, and the Patriots moving the ball with precision. The opening drive of the second half during last week's homecoming victory, Westwood ran the same play, all nine plays of that scoring drive, as Bergman took him into the end zone. It's looking to be like a similar drive right here. Three and a half minutes to play here in quarter number one. Westwood to the line, second down and about four. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Beckman takes a snap this time. QB option now cutting up the middle, and he has enough for the first down. So this time Beckman keeps it himself. Clock stops while they move the sticks. Westwood marching inside the Purple Hornet eight-yard line with 3.11 to play. A scoreless ball game, but Westwood trying to change that on this possession. Gain of seven on the QB keeper by Beckman. It's first and goal from the six. Patriots looking for their third straight win, looking to move to five and two on the year. Two wide on the play, Delangelo and Pullman, both to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Beckman. He takes a snap, QB option, off tackle, diving up the middle, diving near the end zone. He is in for the score. A seven-yard touchdown run by Nathan Beckman, and Westwood draws first blood. 3.06 remaining in quarter number one. A seven-yard touchdown run by Beckman, and Westwood lines up for the two-point conversion. Two wide to the near side on this play. Shotgun formation, Bergman to the right. Beckman takes a snap, cutting off tackle, and he gets into the end zone virtually untouched. So with 3.06 to play in the opening quarter, it's Westwood 8. And Lance nothing. The Westwood Patriots scoring off a turnover. It comes via an Eric Anderson interception. A 46-yard touchdown drive to get the Pats out in front first. A Bjork and Zulke funeral home supports the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans in this contest. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. For a higher level of service, look up to the UP Catholic Credit Union. Super One Foods in Agani and Marquette support the players in tonight's contest. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. Well, 8-0 Westwood, after a 46-yard touchdown drive, set up by the interception from Eric Anderson. Anderson has the ball teed up, ready to send it away. 3.06 to play in the opening quarter. It is 8-0 Patriots. Anderson approaches, sends a low-line drive, center of the field. It's picked up by Jacobson. Looks to run to the left side, and he takes a stick near the 30-yard line. A good stop on that play. Who is that masked man? For Westwood, that's Adam Heitman. Adam Heitman came up and was the one who made the stick. 
Good hit. Just put the helmet down and brings Jacobson down shy of the 30. 3-0-1 left to play here in the opening quarter. 8-0 Westwood. Here comes Lots on their opening possession since Westwood found the back of the end zone. Double tight end set. Here's a turn and a handoff up the middle. And Rayala, the fullback, faked everybody out and had the football. Nobody realized it and gains close to seven on the play. Finally dragged down as it was a nice counter, a very well-sold play fake. And Rayala brings up second down at about three. Two and a half minutes left to play. Opening quarter clock rolling. Eight nothing Westwood. The Lots Purple Hornets celebrating homecoming this evening, trying to do so with their first victory over Westwood since 1989. Lots was 4-5 a year ago. They can match their win total with a victory tonight. Here's a handoff up the middle. Dowd stacked up near the first down marker. Appears to be short based on the spot. It looks like we'll have a third down and short. Ashton Bergman from his inside linebacker spot there to make the stop. Third and one coming up for lots. Two-minute mark here in quarter number one. Reese Wara, the quarterback, brings in the play call from the sideline. Johnny Messer brought in as well. Backup wideout for this lots team. One wide on the play, lines up to the far side. A three-man backfield, the old Maryland power eye. Wara hands off to Dowd, running off tackle. Right side, he has a first down, and he's finally dragged down as he crosses what looks to be the 40-yard line. A little power eye formation. A minute 31 to play. Clock stops while they reset the chains. Ball spot at the 41. 8-0 Westwood. A seven-yard Nathan Beckman touchdown run, the difference in the ball game after he went in for the two-point conversion as well. So first and ten for Lots. Under 90 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Here's a handoff up the middle, stacked up immediately. Blake Hewitt in there on the stop. Jarrett Mann came across as well. Hayden Mann in there too. Gains one, brings up second down and nine. Final minute of play here in the first quarter. Westwood has turned it over once. Lance has thrown it away twice. Second and nine. I formation, double tight end set. Wara works under center. He turns, rolls out of the play action, looking to his left side. Now he's going to tuck in, run it, looking for a room, looking for a block. He's got a first down and then some. Stays in bounds and crosses midfield, and he's dragged down inside the Westwood 40. Reese Wara with a talented run. Zach Nimi came up and made the stop. He had Ashton Bergman, a big, big linebacker, coming in, and Bergman put his head down, and he was coming full speed at Wara, who just sidestepped him. Bergman put his head down, lost his vision, and Wara just sidestepped him. 20 seconds left to play opening quarter. I formation for the Purple Hornets. Wara under center. Here's a counter up the middle. It's Rayala. He bursts forward after initial contact, and he is dragged down near the 45-yard line. That'll do it for the first quarter. After one, it's Westwood eight, and Lance nothing. 
We've got more Westwood Patriot football coming up after this. You're listening to ESPN Radio UP, the ESPN Radio mobile app. When glass breaks and it's the kind of break where your insurance is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call a timeout. Your agent or billing network may want to choose where to get it fixed, but you should know that you have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto of Ishpeming. And why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will even come to you to make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Volunteer Stadium, Lots, Michigan. Tanner Hoops on the play-by-play for ESPN Radio UP, the ESPN Radio UP app. 8-0 Westwood on top of Lots, but the Purple Hornets are moving the football. They have momentum to end the opening quarter. They have a second, make that a first down and 10, uh, coming up near the 35-yard line. So here comes Lots. Patriots yet to break their huddle. A gloomy, overcast evening. Again, we woke up to a little bit of frost this morning. That melted away quickly. But it's still the first week of October. It's too early for that. So we've got a second down and eight coming up. Ball again at the Westwood 35-yard line. Under center, Wara, play action, rolling to his right, looking for an option. Blitz picked up nicely. He puts up a deep ball, firing down the right sideline. It's incomplete. Batted away and well defended by a Nimi, who was back there on the coverage. And it brings up a third down and seven. Wara's got an arm, and he's not afraid to show it off. Put up a few deep balls, but Westwood has been good on coverage tonight. We have a flag on the field, and the officials may be picking it up. They're marking something off against against Lots. A couple of officials went over to the flag, talked about it, and they've decided they're going to enforce it. It looks to be a block in the back. Far away from the play also. The Patriots choose to enforce the penalty. So it's still second down, second and 13, balls at the 40. Too wide on the play, Wara back to pass. Blitz coming, steps up, fires left side. It's caught and quickly forced out of bounds. Well, looks like he might have caught it out of bounds is what they're calling. Dowd made the catch. Probably good that he did out of bounds because he was pushed out for a loss. And it brings up third and 13 from the 40. So another third and long situation for Lots. Scott Sergila dial up pressure. Patriots come out in a 4 4 front defensively. Too wide on the play, bolt to the near side. War is in the shotgun. Wara dropping back to pass. Blitz picked up, steps up, fires a dart over the middle, tipped away, incomplete. Well covered by the safety, Beckman reached up, got his left hand on it, and makes the deflection. And now decision time for Ryan Leaf. 11.43 to play here in the first half. 
Punt unit is on, but Wara, the quarterback, doubles the punter. He gives them the option to fake it, especially given the fact they are at the Westwood 40-yard line. Low snap, it bounces, and the punt gets away. Good recovery. And this punt rolls near the goal line and dies at the one. A great punt for Lance. A great punt that pins Westwood deep. So 11.32 left to go here in the first half. And Westwood pinned inside their own one-yard line. So here come the Pats, leading 8-0. Coming up at halftime, I'll visit with Westwood Athletic Director John Beckman. Play to talk about on the football side of things. We'll get caught up on fall sports, post-homecoming festivities at Westwood. And girls tennis hosting the UP tournament yesterday. Coming out as champs in Division Two, they continue their dominance. All that coming up at halftime. Here's Beckman just trying to get a little room, trying to sneak it up the middle, then decides to run off tackle. He's stacked up near the line. Looks like he pushes forward for maybe a yard on the play. He's trying to get out of the shadow of his own goalpost. Oh, 11-13 left to play here in this opening quarter. Two-man backfield. He works under center. He turns. And he cans off going up the middle. Looked like Bergman. Uh, check that. It's a tight end end around. It was Anderson. And Anderson pushes forward across the five-yard line. We'll see where they mark him for third down. Looks like third down at five and a six. Ten and a half minutes left to play. Third quarter. Does Lance come with the blitz? Two-man backfield, double tight end set for Westwood. Beckman running off tackle on the keeper, decides to hand off late. And a short gain on the play. It was Anderson, the ball carrier again, and he's dragged down for about a gain of two. And it brings up fourth and three. Now, let's see, did he get enough? Official signal that they're moving the chains. So Anderson does get enough for the first down upon further review. Ten-minute mark here in quarter number two. First and ten, Westwood at the 12. High formation for Beckman. Double tight end set. He turns and hands off. Bergman has a hole. Check that Anderson again. They continue to hand off to the tight end, and he's stacked up near the first down marker. So the tight end end around is starting to be worked into the playbook a little more by Scott Sergila. Good gain on first down. Picks up about nine, and it's second and one. Nine and a half minute mark. Sub in on the defensive line for Luntz. Bobby Genshaw, Jr. Second and one from the 21. Beckman works under center. Two tight end set. He turns. He keeps and dives forward. He has the first down. So Westwood continues to move the football. Nine-minute mark. 
Patriots looking for their third straight win. Trying to get themselves further and further into the driver's seat as far as playoff position. Final home game of the regular season next week against Bessemer. And then two weeks from today, a short trip over to Nagani. Ending the regular season against the Miners. Beckman hands off a delayed handoff to Bergman, and Lotz was all over it. They meet him in the backfield for a loss of close to three or four yards. Bergman stacked up against the Blitz. Tanner Lane, one of the linebackers, came up and made the stop. A generous spot. Only a loss of one based on forward progress. So second down, 11 yards to go. Pats at their own 25. This drive started at their one. Two wide in the play. They're both lined up to the far side. Double tight end set for Beckman, who's back to the shotgun. Bergman a step to his left. Bergman takes a direct snap. He's running off tackle to the right side, and he's chopped up near the line of scrimmage. Lance is making adjustments. They're starting to figure it out. We do have a flag down right at the line of scrimmage, and the indication is that it's going against Westwood. No signal what it is yet, but Westwood's backing up. And a hold. It's a hold. So 7.53 to go until halftime. Again, you'll hear an interview with Westwood Athletic Director John Beckman. Stopping up to talk a little tennis. We've got football, all fall sports. Everybody's in the swing of things. So it brings up third down and 12 for Westwood. Clock rolling, 7.40 to play first half. Shotgun formation for Beckman. He takes a snap. QB option rolling to the right side off tackle. He has room. He dives forward near the first down marker. He has it. A run of nearly 15 for Beckman. The QB keeper on third down works. So Beckman continues to make things happen with his legs. Once again, a pretty good number of Patriot faithful made the trip about 70 minutes. Over here to Lots, it is homecoming here in Hornet country, but purple and uh, is being rivaled by the red and blue. Here's a handoff on first down and 10 and a gain of about six by Bergman. Dives forward. We're under seven to play by the time the next play is snapped. Things don't get much easier for Lotz, who as of right now is projected to be a playoff team. They come in tonight at 3-3. They play arguably the top three teams in the conference in their final three games of the regular season. Direct snap Bergman running up the middle, and he has a first down and then some. Puts the shoulder down, and he gets into Lotz territory. First down, Westwood. 641 to play, half number one. Westwood, a slow, methodical, grind and pound drive. Vintage Westwood football. Two wide of the play, both to the near side. Delangelo's in the slot. He lines up along with Pullman. Direct snap Bergman, off tackle, diving forward near the 40 yard line. Gains about four on the play, brings up second and six. Lock rolling, 622 to go, first half. Glad that you're with us on ESPN Radio UP, AM and FM, and online with the ESPN UP mobile app. 
three wide on the play. Scott Sergula spreading the field a little more. Here's Beckman taking the snap, running off tackle, fumbles the football, and Lotz is on it, and they're coming back with it before a shoestring tackle by Ashton Bergman potentially saved a touchdown. And it was Alec Rayala, the linebacker, who got on top of it. It was stripped out by an unidentified horn. It might have been Terry Reed, the safety. Just swats the ball out of the arm of Beckman. Took a bounce and right into the hands of Rayala. And if he had a running start, I don't think Bergman makes the shoestring tackle to save a touchdown. I think even Rayala was surprised that that ball took the bounce that it did right into his waiting arms. They had a chance to run it back, and Bergman saved a touchdown with a shoestring tackle. Wara hands off on first down and diving up the middle, staying on his feet against all odds and gets across midfield. A good run on first down, putting his shoulder down, was Rayala, who just had the fumble recovery. Bergman came in to make the stop along with Sam Gillis. Second down and about four. Ball is at the Westwood 49-yard line. Five and a half minutes left to play in half number one. Westwood leading 8-0. 4-4 defense for the pass. They show blitz. I formation for Wara. He turns. Play action rolling out to the left side. He's looking. Has no one to pass to. Now he's cutting back to the right side with the blitz coming. Tries to put the shoulder down, and he's dropped for a loss. Loss of maybe one. Sam Gillis came up and makes the QB sack. He's assisted on the play by Garrett Mann. Brings up third down and about seven. Under five to play at half number one. Tell you what, the secondary protection for Westwood. Coverage downfield has been second to none. They have not been burned by the big play through the air. It's all had to come on the ground for Lonson. For the most part, they've been contained. And a timeout is taken on the field. Lance wanting to talk it over. They take their first of the half. Well, let's take a look at some of our fine sponsors of uh, Westwood Patriot football. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows that there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is now yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales looks for the kind of vehicle that we can stand behind. Be active, get active, and stay active. Active physical therapy with offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and now Nagani. Visit us at stayactiveup.com for more information. And looking for a safe and sound community bank, look to MBank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Well, a timeout taken by Lots as they want to talk it over. Third down and seven, they're faced at their own 49. 432 left to go second quarter, 8-0 Westwood. Turnovers have been a problem for both teams tonight. Westwood has turned it over three times, Lots with two. Here come the Purple Hornets. Break the huddle out of the timeout. Westwood looking for a stop. Tanner hoops the play-by-play. Glad that you're with us. Another third and long situation for Warren, the Purple Hornets. 
Wara from the shotgun, back to pass, rolling to his right, steps up, fires a quick dart across the middle. It's caught near the first down marker. Forward progress. It's going to be all about the spot. And it looks like he's short. Catch was made by Funk, and he appears to be just short of the first down marker based on where they're spotting him. It is going to be fourth and inches. A gain of six and a half on the completion of Funk. Mark Leaf is leaving the offense on the field. Fourth and inches. Ball is at the 46. Wara, handoff, met in the backfield, stacked up, down, he didn't get it. Westwood comes up and makes the stop on fourth and inches. First man to meet him was Hayden Mann. And the rest of his defensive line mates get up and join him. They push the pile back, and the Westwood defense holds on fourth and short. 347 to play in reasonable field position for the Pats. They'll take over at their own 46. Still plenty of time. And two timeouts left to work with for Scott Sergela. 8-0 Westwood. Nathan Beckman, senior quarterback, brings in the play call on the sideline. Two wide on the play, Delangelo and Pullman both line up to the far side of the field nearest the Westwood sideline. Shotgun formation, Beckman takes a snap, running off tackle to the right side, QB option, hits, and he dives forward after initial contact. He was hit near the line of scrimmage and then dove forward for about a gain of two or three. Stopped just short of the first down marker. Brings up second down and we'll call it eight. Westwood at their own 49, trying to move the football down. Two timeouts left to work with, clock rolling, 3.15 to go. Shotgun formation once again, double tight end set. Beckman, off tackle, QB keeper, has enough for the first down in to Purple Hornet territory. Clock stops while they reset the chains, 3.05 to go. Westwood hasn't had much success throwing the ball tonight. One completion is on a little bubble screen to Eric Anderson. Two wide on the play. Delangelo in the slot near side of the field. Shotgun for Beckman. Takes a snap. Cutting it up the middle. Diving forward. And he gains about three. Brought down near the 40 of lots. 2.42 left to go here in quarter number two. Westwood still with two timeouts in their back pocket, moving the football. Three turnovers here in the first half of Hurt. Westwood leading 8 nothing, an eight-yard touchdown run by Nathan Beckman, plus his two-point conversion the difference. Second and six for Beckman in the pass. He works from the shotgun. Bergman a step to his right. QB keeper running off tackle, right side, diving forward, first down, and then some. Beckman dragged down as he crosses the first down marker. Inside the 30-yard line, the Pats continuing to put together a strong drive. 2-11 to play, clock stops while they reset the chains. 8-0 Westwood looking to punch one in before halftime. Officials quickly dry off the football again. Field a little damp. A lot of mud out there. White jerseys starting to get a little brown, and a timeout is taken. 
2-11 left to go, half number one. Westwood, eight lots, nothing. And more of our fine sponsors to thank for tonight's broadcast. Looking for a safe and sound community bank? Look to MBank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who have been serving our community since 1971 at Household Appliance. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses. Visit ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview our selection. Well, Lance is back on the field after talking over their defensive scheme. Patriots yet to break the huddle. And here they come. 2-11 left to play, half number one. Nobody out wide on the play. Westwood looking like they're content to grind and pound this ball up the middle. Shotgun formation for Beckman. QB keeper, he's blitz, gets away from initial contact and dives forward for about a couple of yards. Gain of about two, four of it came after contact. He was hit in the backfield and continued to move forward. Under two minutes to play in quarter number two. Things up second down and eight. Ball spot at the 27-yard line. Again, Westwood does not kick field goals. Not an option. To get points, you've got to get to the end zone. Too wide on the play. Beckman to Delangelo. Direct snap goes to Bergman. Cutting up tackle. Spin move, and he dives forward near the first down marker. What a nifty move. And Bergman has enough to move the sticks once again. A gain of about 11 by big number 34. A minute 29 left to play. Rayala, the linebacker, made the stop for lots. And another timeout is taken. So the ball is spotted at the lot 17. Another timeout burned. A minute 29 left to play. Here in the second quarter, 8-0, Westwood moving the football. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, as well as seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsthyphenbank.com, or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community. It's all about the people. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, call Iron Rage Agency and Auto Insurance, the no-problem people. And Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. All right, the Patriots have put together a strong drive resulting off the turnover. A fourth and inches stop at their own 46. And the Pats have taken the football and marched down to the Hornet 17-yard line. Minute 29 left to work with. Here comes Nathan Beckman leading his squad up to the line. Two wide in the play, bolt to the far side, Pullman out wide. Delangelo in the slot. Shotgun formation for Beckman, Bergman a step to his left. High snap, pulled down, Bergman direct snap, cutting up the middle, has five, has close to ten. He's dropped near the first down marker. Appears to have gotten inside the ten. Didn't have enough of the first down, so Westwood has to hurry up to the line. Second down and short, shotgun formation, Beckman. Direct snap, Bergman. He's trying to cut up the middle, bounces off one would-be tackler, dies forward near the first down marker. Spot has him short. 
It's third down and inches. One minute left to play, clock rolling. Westwood inside the 10, knocking on the door. Facial spot is the eight, third down and short. Shotgun formation for Beckman, man in motion, Anderson the tight end. Beckman takes a snap, now looking to pass it, rolling out to the left side, looking for an option, side steps the defender, diving forward near the first down marker, has it. Tried to dive out of bounds as well, not sure that he got that. But either way, the clock will stop as they reset the chains with 37 seconds to play. A new set of downs for Nathan Beckman in the pass. I don't know if that was by design or not, but Beckman made something happen. First and goal at the five. Shotgun formation. Beckman again. Direct snap. Bergman using his blockers. Going yard to the right. Diving near the end zone. He's stacked up and he's in. Five-yard touchdown run for Ashton Bergman. And the Pats go up by two scores with 23 seconds to play. A 54-yard touchdown drive resulting off another Hornet turnover. And here comes the two-point try for Westwood. 14-0, two-point try pending. Two wide on the play, both to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his left. Beckman takes a snap. Cutting up field, cutting up the middle, diving near the pylon. No signal yet. Officials want to see where the ball is. Beckman dove for it. Still haven't signaled either way yet. Officials want to talk about where the ball is. They've got the ball. They see where it is. They haven't made a call yet. They're calling him short. It took him a while after the pile got away. They wondered maybe if the ball had moved, what have you. Either way, the conversion fails, and Westwood has to settle for a 14-point lead with 23 seconds to play here in the first half. A 54-yard touchdown drive once again set up by a Purple Hornet turnover. Well, for a higher level of service, look to the UP Catholic Credit Union. Super One Foods in Agani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood at Super One Foods. A two-touchdown lead for Westwood. It's going to have to be a quick strike from the Lance offense and Reese Wara if they want to get on the board before halftime. Homecoming 2018 here in Lance. Starting to cool off this evening, 46 degrees. Game time temperature here in northern Michigan. Anderson has the ball teed up, going from my right to left. Right-footed kicker approaches and sends a low-line drive. Live ball bounces off a purple jersey, and they die back on top of it. Michael Buzino was coming up with a full head of steam. Made that play close. Jaden Demink who got on top of it for the Purple Hornets. Nobody knew where that ball was for a little bit. Nobody a purple jersey, I should say. Michael Buzino knew where it was, and he came barreling down. A good recovery by Lutz. They take over at their own 40. First and 10 with 19 seconds to play in the first half. High formation, two out wide on the play. Wara works under center. And he is content to take the knee and go to halftime down by two scores. So the final seconds will tick away here in half number one. 14-0.
Westwood goes into the break on top. Don't forget, coming up at halftime, we'll talk with Westwood Athletic Director John Beckman. Uh, girls UP Tennis hosted yesterday, and Westwood playing to feel good about as they continue their dominance there. We'll get a look at the other fall sports and get you updated on that. All that and more is coming up throughout our halftime show. You're listening to ESPN Radio UP, ESPN Radio UP mobile app. Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com you're tuned to westwood patriots football on espn up back to lodge tanner hoops with you joined by westwood athletic director john beckman westwood up 14 nothing at halftime against the purple hornets john a pretty good showing for the football guys here in the first half i'll say Nate's jersey's starting to get a little brown out there. You're not the one that has to do laundry when you get back, does he? Well, I don't know about that. I think i got to do some of it. um, You know, a little bit of a slow start for us, you know, with a turnover, two turnovers. Um, But, you know, I know Coach Sergila, and he'll get them going at halftime, and I'm sure we'll come out and get after it. A couple of good drives that resulted in touchdowns. Both of them came off of lots of turnovers. So while the team may not be winning the turnover battle, we're yep. cashing in on their mistakes, and they're not doing it on ours. For sure. And I, I, I walked the field uh, before the game, and um, the Lance AD had told me that they've been getting a lot of rain, and it's it's pretty sloshy mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, I woke up to a little bit of snow today. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that either, but winter comes early up here, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it certainly does. Well, shoot, uh, we're glad it didn't come yesterday because uh, we had girls UP tennis uh, and Westwood always expect to do well. They didn't disappoint. Tell me a little about how yesterday went. Well, it, it it was a cold start. Hey, we started with uh, 38 degrees and wind and uh, using multiple courts throughout Market County. But um, our girls and uh, Coach Jackson and Coach Nutini had a great day and um, brought another UP title home. And that's, uh, that's nine out of the last 12 for Westwood High School. So um, a great showing from, from our girls. Tell me a little about the program that uh, Coach Jackson, the, it, that he's built over there. Well, you know, what really helps him out is he's a, uh, he's a middle school teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets the girls in middle school to get excited about tennis and has camps and different things throughout the summer. And um, we always have great numbers in girls and boys tennis, for that matter. And uh, he's done a great job with that program and, and making them what they are. So now when you look around the air, I mean, a lot of the uh, of the talent there, and I know you're condensed up here in the UP, but there's some good tennis here in Marquette County, the surrounding area. Uh, Nagani, didn't they win D1? And they then uh, Iron Mountain, just about a point behind. So, I mean, there's a lot of good tennis around here. It's not like uh, you're separated up here, kind of isolated, and the talent's, you know, saturated or anything like that. I mean, this is a pretty competitive market up here for you know high what? school tennis. I, I watched uh, uh, a bunch of matches yesterday, and um, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of girls that can just flat out play. 
And uh, you know what? I was impressed with everything that goes on, like I am every year. So, yeah, we, I'm happy that we came out on top, of course. John, uh, tell me a little about how the rest of fall sports are going at Westwood. Well, you know what? We're doing all right. Volleyball is, volleyball is kicking and uh, uh, doing what they can. Uh, we graduated a lot of seniors last year, so uh, I, I don't want to say it's a rebuild, but uh, we're young. You know, we're, we're starting a lot of juniors and sophomores, and um, the girls are battling, and they're getting better, and um, cross-country, we, we've got some great cross-country runners, and when you talk about isolated and things like that, we got girls tennis players that are cross-country runners mm-hmm. that are, so we've got, you know, athletes doing multiple things throughout the fall, so... It, it, it's it's been a great start to the school year. Really has. Tell me about some of the commitment that you get from a lot of the athletes here, because I've had a chance to look at the Westwood right weight room, and I've been impressed with the commitment that you have out of these athletes. You have multiple uh, doing multiple sports during one season, but tell me a little about the dedication it takes to be a Westwood Patriot. Well, you know what? It, it starts with our uh, coaching staff and our administration that puts the resources into things like that. And when the resources are in and, they, and you get the right group of kids coming through, and we've got a bunch of great groups of kids coming through, they just they dedicate themselves to getting better every single day. And um, like Coach Sergio has talked to me about many times, we've got about 90% of our football players program-wide in the weight room every single day. So, you know, that makes a difference. And, and for every other coach, too, Coach, coach Braga with volleyball, Coach Jackson with tennis, and Coach Hill with cross country, they all run summer programs. They all run uh, training and conditioning. So, I mean, that's where it starts. If the coaches are committed and they get the kids to buy in, then uh, um, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Well, we still got a few weeks left of football and then hopefully a couple of more after the regular season ends. But not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but basketball is going to be here before you know it. New gym's looking really nice. Tell it, fans a little about how that project turned out. No, it, it really does look nice. Hey, we had the, we had the floor redone uh, with a little different stain colors and, and things on the floor to, um, I don't want to say shine it up, but uh, to make it really nice and, and all new bleachers. So I'm really proud of uh, our gym project and the way it looks right now. I look forward to being a part of it and look forward to being a part of Patriot basketball coming up. John, thanks so much for stopping up and look forward to talking again soon. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. That's John Beckman, athletic director at Westwood High School. Our guest here at halftime. Once again, Westwood on top, 14 nothing here at the break. Homecoming and lots of the homecoming festivities going on as part of the halftime show. We'll take another time out. We've got more coming up as the halftime show rolls on. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Football on ESPN Radio UP. Insurance may be the last thing on your mind, and that's okay, because it's the first thing on ours every day. Let's be frank. Whether we're talking about your home, vehicles, business, or life, the unexpected may happen. The bright side is you can depend on Iron Range Agency and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to provide the peace of mind you need. At Iron Range, we believe the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair. If you want to get frank about insurance, let's talk. Call Iron Range today at 485-5544 or visit us at ironrangeagency.com. Apples are used for a lot of things. Pie, cider, cake, and making friends with your teacher. They're also used to compare things. You know the phrase, apples to apples? Well, at Household Appliance, we want to make one thing clear. Apples to apples, we will match any competitor's price. Same make, same model sort of thing. Every day. Household Appliance, price match guarantee. The area's largest appliance selection, delivery, installation, service after the sale, and hometown pride. We think you'll like us. Come see for yourself. 
I'm Ken Farley from the Bjork and Zolke Funeral, and each year it's amazing to watch the student-athletes in our area schools compete at a really high level and juggle the demands of learning in the classroom, studying at home, hanging with friends, and for some, working a part-time job. They represent their schools and communities well, and if you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. After all, they are the future leaders. We at the Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home are standing on the sidelines with great admiration for what you do. Join us in cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. I'm here in Lodge, Tanner Hoops for ESPN Radio UP, the ESPN Radio UP mobile app. And once again, the Westwood Patriots leading 14-0 to give you the recap. It's been a grind-and-pound game. Uh, not a lot of action going on the side of Lodz. They put together a few strong drives, but turnovers have kind of shot themselves in the foot. Each team with three. The advantage being, though, Westwood has taken advantage of Lodz turnovers and turning them into points, whereas the Purple Hornets are unable to do it against the Pats. In the first quarter, Westwood got the scoring going at the 3.06 mark. Nathan Beckman with a seven-yard touchdown run. He then took it in for the two-point conversion as well. Westwood went on top 8 to nothing. That completed a 46-yard touchdown drive set up by an interception from Eric Anderson. Then with 23 seconds left until halftime, Ashton Bergman punched it in from five yards out. Two-point conversion failed, and Westwood went up 14-0. That was set up by a 54-yard touchdown drive following a fourth-and-inches stop when Lance tried to push the envelope just a little bit. They put together some drives, but once again, taking care of the ball has been an issue for them, and you can credit some of that to the field. It's slick conditions out there. You're starting to see a few brown patches on the field, brown patches on the white jerseys. Getting awfully muddy out there. We're kind of situated in a valley, so flooding's a little bit of an issue. Certainly water uh, still on the ground. Some muddy shoes walking your way through it. Uh, score update from in the area. Nagani, they are rolling all over Bessemer. 50 nothing is the score at halftime. Uh, Nagani, keep in mind the opponents two weeks from tonight for Westwood for a matchup in Nagani against the Miners. But they're looking to continue their playoff push. They're playing good football. They blew out this Lots team last week. And they are rolling over the Bessemer Speed Boys at halftime over in that Westpac contest. We'll have more scores coming up throughout our halftime show. Don't go anywhere as we take another break. The CSPN Radio UP, ESPN Radio UP mobile app. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven. That's our commitment to you. It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. From the days of lumbermen coming out of the woods twice a year to buy clothing and supplies at Wilderness Sports to now, you'll get what you'll need to cheer on your favorite teams. Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond fans will all find spirit gear to look the part from the stands or on the sidelines. Wilderness Sports will let you touch and feel the items, and if you want something custom-ordered, they can do that for you, too. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the Westwood Patriot Halftime Show on ESPN Radio UP, the ESPN UP mobile app. Tanner Hoops with you. Delighted that you're with us. We mentioned before the break, Nagani's halftime score. They are rolling over Bessemer 50-0 tonight. few other scores at halftime. 
Uh, you've got Hancock and Iron Mountain in a 7-7 tie. Meanwhile, Escanaba holds a 14-6 lead over Gladstone. Uh, Lakeland and Marquette, that is Lakeland of Wisconsin, that game is scoreless with 9-12 to go in the opening quarter. They just get underway. Keep in mind, that's central time over there as they just get started in that one. And then Norway has a 14-6 lead over Gwynn at halftime in that game. That's essentially a third-place game over in Westpac Division B. Westpac B Championship on the line tomorrow when West Iron County takes on the Ishpeming Hematites. That's an afternoon game tomorrow. Right now, the Westwood Patriots trying to win and hope for a little help from Houghton. We'll get a score up update on that when we can but they're taking on calumet tonight calumet still on top in the conference by one game and they have the head-to-head tiebreaker over this westwood patriot team and once again 14 nothing the halftime score touchdown runs by nathan beckman and ashton bergman seven and five yards respectively pats are one for two on two-point conversions tonight all in all it adds up to a 14 nothing lead over the lance purple hornets they have uh They've had flashes of good offense from time to time so far tonight, but they haven't been able to sustain the long drive and put together uh, the full string of plays to be able to reach the end zone. They have turned it over three times, as has Westwood, but two of Lance's turnovers have resulted in points for the Patriots, whereas it has not been the other way, vice versa. So 14 nothing. It is once again halftime here at the homecoming game for Lance. They try to snap an eight-game losing streak to Westwood. Once again, they have not won in this series since 1989. And the Pats are looking to continue that uh, streak of dominance into tonight and make it last one more season. On paper, it seems lopsided, but... Scott Surgely will be the first one to tell you that whenever these two teams meet, it is a physical game, it is a slugfest, and nothing comes easy, especially when you come up here. But once again, credit to the Patriot fans. Mentioned it a few times throughout the broadcast. They came up here in some pretty good numbers. See a lot of red and blue in the stands. They are rivaling the home purple-clad crowd. Now we're just about ready for half number two. Teams yet to come out of the locker room. Here comes Westwood. They're starting to make their way out. You've got the Lots band still on the field. The homecoming celebration this evening and... I tell you what, not a whole lot of sleeves out there from the homecoming court that Lance was crowning this evening. A few dresses that I I don't think would be comfortable in 46-degree weather. It's colder now, 46 degrees at kickoff. But nonetheless, it's their night to be honored. A special evening for them. Congratulations to all those involved. We'll take our last time out. We'll come back. We'll have kickoff of the second half, Westwood Patriot football. Here on ESPN Radio UP and on the ESPN Radio UP mobile app. Are you looking for a new vehicle with a payment that fits your budget? UP Catholic Credit Union is here to help. The Payment Saver Program is a low payment alternative to a traditional loan or lease. It offers lower monthly payments, no down payment, and a flexible loan term that ranges from 36 to 72 months. It's a perfect fit for anyone looking for a vehicle five years old and newer. Call UP Catholic Credit Union or visit us online for more information about the newest, easiest way to be in the car of your dreams. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome week six of high school football with these deals. Black Angus boneless New York strip steaks for $7.97 a pound. Bone-in fryer chicken breast family packs 88 cents a pound. Golden plump chicken leg quarters $1.29 a pound. And Kemp's chocolate milk 64 ounces for $1.66. 
These prices are good through Saturday, September 29th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Lodge Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're with us. Week 7 of the Michigan football season as we flip the calendar to October. Well, both teams are on the field ready for their second-half warm-ups. Only problem is the Lodz band is still on the field as well, and they put a few more minutes on the clock to allow them time to finish up their performance for the Lodz faithful. Once again, 14-0 Westwood on top, looking to move to 5-2 and two on the season and looking for their third straight win. Again, in the state of Michigan, for playoff qualification, you need six to clinch, six wins, that is. Five will get you on the bubble, and you need to get in as an at-large bid based on your resume, should that be the case. Westwood is 4-2 tonight. Lons is 3-3 three three entering play, but the latest projections have both of them making the postseason. Westwood, latest projections have men as a three-seed, taking on Calumet, a team that beat us four weeks ago in Calumet. A 14-12 decision, the Copper Kings, right now first place in the conference. And they are looking to try and secure it tonight with a victory over in Houghton. A chance to do it if they can get a little help from Lotz. Now the band that's clad in purple and white starting to make their way off the field. And that means we have a chance for football to resume. Once again, a few halftime scores that uh, we have from around the area. Hancock and Iron Mountain in a 7-7 tie. Escanaba 14-6, they lead Gladstone. And Norway is on top of Gwyn, 14-6. All those games are at halftime. Scoreless ball game for Marquette visiting Lakeland, Wisconsin. They are just underway. Keep in mind, that's central time zone. They just kicked off shortly. Well, the Patriots ready to take the field for half number two, leading 14-0. They have scored both their touchdowns on drives that uh, came to fruition because of turnovers. Each team's turned the ball over three times, and Lotz just has not capitalized like Westwood has. The opportunistic Patriots, and they've done it without throwing the football. One completion tonight, it went for five yards, a little bubble screen that Eric Anderson turned up. And you wonder if the Patriots may be starting to turn into one of those teams that's going to run heavy, run first. You know they can throw the ball. They've got enough weapons to do so. And you don't necessarily need to be balanced. Early on my show this week, if you tuned into the sports pen, you heard Mike Leach come on. Obviously, he's the polar opposite. He'll throw the ball before he'll run. And he won last week over Washington with no rushing yards in the game. I should say he won over Utah. You don't need to be 50% balanced, 50% run, 50% pass, because that is 50% stupid from the lips of the great Mike Leach. Every quote from him, every soundbite is a jewel. We are ready to start half number two. Each team has taken the field, and 12 minutes are on the clock. We'll get our first look at Lotz's kickoff team. They go from my right to left. The approach, it's a fairly decent kick. Sent end over end, line drive, fumbled, and picking it up off the ground. Westwood looking for a turn with Delangelo, and he swallowed up near... The 30-yard line burst forward a few yards after contact, gained about five after he was initially hit. It was a fairly decent kick, all things considered. Westwood just had trouble picking it up off the turf. 
So 11.51 to play, quarter number three. 14-0, Westwood on top with the football. Nate Beckman leads the offense to the line. One wide on this play, lines up to the near side, double tight end set, two-man backfield. Beckman turns, and he hands off to Bergman, running hard up the middle, and Bergman is stacked up and flipped over top. Landon looked like on his helmet. Got his legs chopped underneath him. Ended up doing a somersault over top of the line. Gains about five on the play. Second down and five. Two touchdown lead for Westwood. Looking to add on to it here. Three-man front defensively for Lions. They show blitz. Beckman turns, hands off to Bergman, stacked up near the line and dives forward. That's what Bergman's going to do. Even if he's hit near the line, he's just going to dive forward. He's a big enough body that he's probably just going to push you back a few yards. He's going to get what he can. Alex Sangregret was the one who made the stop. A short gain on the play brings up third down at about four. Lots is stuck in that 3-5 defense. They love to blitz their outside linebackers. They'll bring pressure inside if they need to. Westwood just one for two through the air tonight. Tried to throw in the first play from scrimmage, was intercepted. Here's a handoff, Bergman. He has what looks to be close to a first down. All depends on the spot. Bergman was stacked up right at the spot, and they give it to him. And instead of falling forward, a rare situation where Bergman is driven backwards after contact. However, he does have enough for the first down based on forward progress. Moves the sticks to the 40-yard line. First and 10. Touchdown drives of 46 and 54 yards for Westwood. Both of them resulting off Purple Hornet turnovers. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his left. Beckman takes a snap. QB run up the middle, ran into Bergman, driven backwards, and tries to bust it back to the outside. Dove forward for maybe half a yard. A little bit of confusion, I think, between those two. Weren't quite on the same page. Two minutes gone by, half number two. 14-0 Westwood on top, a road trip to Lots. About an hour, ten-minute trip northwest. Final home game of the regular season next week, hosting Bessemer. But once again is getting drilled tonight by Nagani. 50 nothing at halftime. And the regular season two weeks from tonight at Nagani. Here's a direct snap to Bergman running hard up the middle and he dives forward just short of the first down marker. Stopped at the 45. Bergman, a big strong kid. There's no stopping him right now. Brings up third and one. Clock rolling, 9.15 to go here in the third quarter. 14-0 Patriots. Westwood coming off a 46-0 victory over Hancock last week. A forfeit victory two weeks prior. High formation. Hand off to the fullback Bergman. He dives forward, and he has enough for the first down. He gets into Lott's territory, first down and 10 on the other side of the 50. A time-consuming drive for Westwood. This is getting to be their mantra. 
They've been getting it done defensively, however, too. When you take into account last week's shutout and the forfeit in week five, Westwood has not been scored on since the Ishpeman game in week four. Shotgun formation, two wide near side, direct snap Bergman. Bergman running to the left, dragging defenders with him, has a first down. Gain of close to 12 for Bergman on the direct snap. And Bergman continues to run the football with strength. Ball is spotted right around the 42-yard line. Shotgun formation with two wide. Bolt to the near side. Delangelo in the slot. Pullman is out wide. Here's a direct snap. Bergman again. Bergman running hard up the middle. He has enough for a first down. He's dragged down inside the 35-yard line. We're inside eight minutes to play in the third quarter. So going back to that week four meeting against Ishpeming, Westwood's last defeat. They scored the final eight points in that ball game. Excuse me, the final six points in that ball game. They get credit for two points with the forfeit win over Manistique. 46 points in the shutout win last week over the Hancock Bulldogs and 14 so far tonight. So dating back four weeks, Westwood has scored 68 unanswered points. Here's a direct snap to Bergman, diving hard up the middle. He's inside the 30 and is dragged down to bring up second medium. 7.20 to play third quarter. A time-consuming drive for Westwood. Temperature continues to drop. A lot of giant purple ponchos on the home sideline. Second and about four. Make that second and six after the gain of four. Current temperature reads at 45. It was 46 at kickoff. Too wide on the play. They line up to the far side nearest the Westwood sideline. QB keeper. Beckman first down and then some. Beckman breaks free into the secondary and is dragged down inside the 10. Nathan Beckman had everybody fooled. He just rolled him to sleep by thinking that Bergman's going to get the direct snap after direct snap. And Beckman lulls him to sleep, bust one forward for a big first down carry. 6.35 to play third quarter. First down, 10 yards to go, ball is at the 17. Too wide in the play, bolt to the near side of the field. Beckman. Fumbled, snap, it's Bergman trying to get on top of it. Ball still loose, diving on it. Purple jerseys over it, and Lotz has recovered the fumble. Bergman made an attempt for it, had his hands on the ball a couple of times. Never really in his possession, just off his fingertips. And it just kept squirting away. Maybe he contribute that to some of the wetness on the field. Rained right before kickoff. Bobby Jenshaw came up and recovered the fumble for lots. So the fourth Westwood turnover of the night. And a promising Patriot drive stalls inside the 20. So first and 10 for the Purple Hornets. Ball is at the 19. 
Nobody out wide on the play. I-formation, Wara, play action, rolling out to the left side. Blitz coming, steps up, fires. That's tipped and nearly intercepted. And Eric Anderson takes a shot at the end of the play. Westwood's looking for a flag, but the officials say it was incidental. Anderson ran in the vicinity of a purple hornet. He was watching the ball that was tipped and in the air. He did not see he was up in anybody's grill. And his momentum would have carried him into him, had a collision. The lots player stuck his arms out, and momentum carried Anderson to the ground. That's why Westwood wanted the flag. They don't get it. 6.04 to play, third quarter. Wara keeping it himself, a spin move trying to go up the middle, but he's met by a slew of white jerseys and dragged down for a minimal gain. It's to about the 24-yard line, Hayden Mann, the first one to meet him for Westwood. Third and five. Clock rolling, 5.42 to go, third quarter. Quarter's been moving right along here in Lots. Two wide on the play. Dominic Thompson split to the near side. Westwood showing blitz. I-formation. Wara play action. Blitz coming. Hewitt in the backfield trying to wrap him up. Wara evades him. Looking, rolling out to the right side. Fires down the sideline. It is incomplete. Well-thrown ball right near the sideline. And a good attempt on the ball for Jonah Dowd. The fullback came out of the backfield. Pass falls incomplete. It's fourth and five. So the punt unit is on. 5.15 to play third quarter. 14-0 Westwood. Fourth and five at their own 24. Lots to punt it away. Johnny Messer to do the honor. Snap is a good one. Did not get much on the punt. He shanks it off his foot, and it rolls out of bounds. Did not get to the 45. It's like they're going to mark this about the 43-yard line. A punt of 19 yards. The snap was perfect. Messer just shanked it off the side of his foot. And Westwood gets wonderful starting field position. So after fumbling the football away inside the lots 20, the defense forces a three and out. And they get the football at the 43. 5.09 to play third quarter. Westwood football. Patriots have turned it over four times tonight. But the defense is still pitched to shutout. Double tight end set. Here's a direct snap to Bergman running hard up the middle. Bergman, check that. That's Taylor Delangelo, four rather than 34. And he has enough for the first down out to the 30. Taylor Delangelo with a 13-yard direct snap carry for the first down. 5-0-1 to play in the third quarter. Clock stops while they reset the chains. Beckman from the shotgun, Delangelo is now in the backfield, and he takes a direct snap again. Delangelo running off tackle, diving forward near the 25-yard line. Gain of four to five yards on first down. Delangelo is giving Bergman a spell. 4.35 to play here in this third quarter. Clock rolling. Second and we'll call it four after a gain of six by Delangelo. 
First game for Delangelo since the Ishpeman contest in week four. It's missed time due to a hip flexor injury. Takes a direct snap again, cutting back up the middle, diving near the first down marker. Appears to be just short. And it looks to be a third down and one. There will be under four minutes to play in the third quarter by the time this ball is snapped, but Westwood decides to take a timeout instead. By the way, Alec Raiola was in on the stop for the Purple Hornets. So we have third down and one coming up following the timeout. Ball spotted at the 20-yard line. Westwood continuing to move the football. Well, let's take a moment, thank some of our sponsors, Super One Foods and Nagani and Marquette. Support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. For a higher level of service, look to the UP Catholic Credit Union. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the athletes, players, coaches, cheerleaders, bands, friends, and family who are cheering on their team in tonight's game. Good luck, and go Patriots. Well, Westwood knocking on the door again. Patriots lead it 14-0, 4.06 to play here in quarter number three. Lance has retaken the field what may be the ball game on the line. Their offense has not been able to do anything with four turnovers Westwood's handed them. They can't afford to fall by or fall behind three scores. So here's the third and one. Shotgun formation for Beckman. It's Delangelo who takes a direct snap. He has the first down inside the 20. And Delangelo continues to have his number called. He continues to deliver. Ball is spotted at the 16, a gain of four by number four. 14-0 Westwood. Clock rolling, sticks reset. Under four minutes to play in the third quarter. A quarter that's moved right along. Not a lot of passing in this game. Shotgun formation. Direct snap Delangelo. Delangelo going up the middle. He has close to five as he's dragged down near the 10. And the Purple Hornets continue to have no answer. For the Patriot running game, a ground-and-pound team. Once again, only five yards of passing tonight for the Pats. Second down and six, ball at the 12. One wide on the play, that's that's, uh, Pullman, split left. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, direct snap, running off tackle to the left side, diving near the first down marker. He's inside the 10. Spot looks like he's just short of the first down line to gain. And brings up third down and one. Ball spotted at the seven. 245 and counting. Third quarter play, 14-0 pass. Patriots back home next week to take on Bessemer. Home finale in the regular season. Third and one inside the 10. Three-man backfield for the Pats. Delangelo takes the snap, running over to the left side, off tackle, has enough for the first down. First and goal to go for the Pats. 
2.14 left to go. Third quarter of play. No answer for the Purple Hornet defense thus far. And we have an injured player on the field, and that's Taylor Delangelo. His first game back from injury. Missed three weeks with a hip flexor. And he's on the ground now. 2.12 to play in the third quarter. First and goal coming up for Westwood. Ball spotted right around the five-yard line, and I hate to say it, but this, this doesn't look too good. Medical staff out on the field. Each team has taken a knee. You hate to see it for a kid like that, kid like Taylor Delangelo. First game back after missing time with a hip flexor and suffers an injury. He's helped to his feet, and that's good to see. He's walking off on his own power. That initially looked a lot worse. Good to see. Delangelo's getting off under his own power. So Delangelo gets his team inside the five-yard line. First down, goal to go. Visual spot is the six. Pat's going for the jugular. Lons has not moved the football well enough to come back from three scores thus far. Under center. Hand off Bergman diving forward. Looks to be short of the goal line. Gains about three. Took that dive from about the five-yard line. It was a goal line style dive. Fell down about the three. Second and goal. Lock rolling, 90 seconds left, third quarter. 14-0 Westwood. Lance defense has not been up to the task tonight. It's been the Patriots and their four turnovers that have been their own worst enemy. Beckman works under center, fumbled snap, picks it up, tries to run up the middle with it, stacked up near the line and dives forward near the one. Made something out of nothing, brings up third and goal from inside the two. Under a minute to play, third quarter. 14-0, Westwood on top, trying to punch it in as the final seconds in this quarter tick away. And here comes Taylor Delangelo. He subs back into the ball game. Good to see. Double tight end set, Adriano to the near side, Anderson to the far side. Pullman split right. Shotgun formation, Delangelo takes a direct snap using his blockers, running into the end zone, touchdown! Taylor Delangelo, three-yard run with 19 seconds to play in the third quarter. Westwood goes up by three scores. That's set up to go for two. 20 nothing. Shotgun for Beckman. Delangelo a step to his right. Direct snap Delangelo again. Same play and Delangelo dives into the end zone. 22 nothing Westwood. Three different players have found the end zone. 
And the Patriots lead by three scores with 19 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Peninsula Glass and Otto knows that there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is now yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales look for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Make the right choice. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, and stay active. Active physical therapy with offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and now Nagani. Visit us at stayactiveup.com for more information. Well, the Patriots now lead at 22-0, 19 seconds left to go, quarter number three. Pats looking to move to 5-2 and two on the season and have a chance to clinch a playoff spot for the second straight year, and they can do it at home next week against Bessemer. Anderson has the ball teed up, and he sends a low-line drive that's bobbled near the first line of defense, and I think Lance got back on top of it, and they did with Rayala. I don't think that was meant to be an onside kick. Scott Sergula says they never try it, even you know in situations where it looks just like it did right there. They just don't have anybody who can kick it deep. Squibs all they do. He just tells Anderson to drive it as hard as he can, and that's what Eric did, just hit somebody in the first line of defense about 10 yards away from where the kickoff happened. Lots fortunate to get back on top of it. Here's a snap right to the quarterback, Wara, and he's thrown down and sacked. Jumping through the line, it was Sam Gillis who gets credit for the sack, but Hayden Mann was the one who blew that play up. And he was able to get through the line and chase Wara right in to Gillis's arms, and that ends the third quarter. Twelve minutes to play. It's Westwood 22. Lance nothing. More football coming up after this on your home for Westwood Patriot football, ESPN Radio UP, and on the ESPN Radio UP mobile app. Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports. At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mine. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Lance Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play. Delighted that you're with us on this chilly Friday night. 22-0. Westwood on top. Touchdown runs in each of the first three quarters. First quarter, 3.06 remaining, a seven-yard scamper by Nathan Beckman. He ran in for the two points as well. 23 seconds left in the first half. Ashton Bergman, five-yard TD run, conversion failed. And with 19 seconds left in the third, Taylor Delangelo, a three-yard run, then took it in for two. Second and 13, following the quarterback, sack. Wara, play action, rolling out to the right side, stepping up, putting up a deep ball down the right sideline, underthrown and incomplete. Intended for Dowd, he had to cut back and get off his route. Ran into Zach Nini, and that's why the home crowd was wanting a pass interference call. Dowd had to get to that ball, and the refs with a good no call. Incidental contact, each player was going for the football. Brings up third down and 13, ball at the 44. 
Westwood looking for what would officially be their third straight shutout. Did so last week, 46-0 over Hancock. A forfeit win in week five over Manistique goes down as a 2-0 win in the scorebook. Third down and 13, Wara firing right side. That's caught but short of the first down. And pushed out of bounds, Paul Jacobson makes the catch at the 45, and it brings up fourth down at about one. You would think it's four down territory. If Lance wants to have any shot at getting back into this ball game, they need to be going for it here. 11.44 to play. 22-0 Westwood on top here in the fourth quarter. Wara brings in the play call from the sideline. A two-man backfield. Two wide in the play. Jacobson split right. Wara. Handoff up the middle, diving forward. Rayala has enough for the first down. Rayala, check that. It's Dowd who gets the carry up the middle. And Dowd has enough for the first down. Mason Mariuzza comes off the bottom of the pile for Westwood along with Hayden Mann to make the tackle. So first down and 10 for Lance. They move the football. Don't forget, coming up at halftime, we have the recap, the statistics. And a visit with Scott Sergila. We discuss his team's performance this evening. Too wide in the play. Back to pass. Rolling out to the right side. Looking. Wara. Blitz coming. Fires. Just threw it away. In the vicinity of his fullback, Rayala. So 121 to play here in this fourth quarter. Unless something miraculous happens, Westwood is en route to a 5-2 and two start to 2018. There comes Wara. He's been scrambling a lot tonight. His offense hasn't given him much protection. Line of scrimmage, second straight week. It's been dominated by the red helmet football guys. Rolling out to his left side, Wara throws and a catch underneath is made. That's good enough for the first down. It was uh, Rayola, the fullback. That might be the biggest play of the night for the Lance Purple Hornets. They've been contained very well, a point of emphasis from Scott Sergila. His defense gives up an 18-yard completion of the fullback, Rayola. They're similar to Lance in that aspect, as they will pass out of their backfield quite a bit. 11-minute mark, quarter number four. And we get a whistle before the play. Timeout called by Lutz. 10.59 left to go. Regulation time, 22-0 Westwood. Looking for a bank that understands your business? Look to MBank. From business loans to treasury management and everything in between, MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Housing appliance services when they sell, and sometimes even what others sell, depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always a tradition at Household Appliance. Bjork and Zuki Funeral Home supports the athletes, cheerleaders, bands, and fans in this contest. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of the players, coaches, cheerleaders, bands, friends, and family who are cheering on their team. Thank you to all of our fine sponsors for your support of Westwood Patriot football here on ESPN Radio UP and on the ESPN Radio UP mobile app. 
Don't forget, if you haven't gotten that mobile app, be sure to download it. Google Play, the Apple iStore. Your live broadcast. Go back and listen on demand to all Westwood Patriot football games, episodes of the Sports Pen, the Friday and Saturday Coaches Show, which once again will be right here on ESPN-UP and the app tomorrow morning at 9. Wara takes a snap, rolling out to his right, putting up a deep ball right sideline incomplete. He was looking for Jacobson, defended on the play by Pullman. Brings up second and 10 from the 25. Westwood with three touchdown runs by three different players. They've only passed the ball twice tonight. Only passed it four times last week. And between those two games, two completions. And again, like Mike Leach, in a way only Mike Leach can showed us this week, you don't need to be balanced. Westwood's winning ball games. Shotgun formation, Wera. Looking to QB option out to the right side, pitches it to Dowd, putting his shoulder down, makes a spin move and is dragged down. Just shy of the first down marker, it appears, looks like it's going to be third down and manageable. Yellis came up to make the stop, Bergman in there as well. Eric Anderson from his outside linebacker spot. A quick-moving third quarter has been supplemented by a slow-moving start to the fourth quarter, just 90 seconds gone by. 22-0, 22-0, Westwood on top. A 4-4 front defensively against a double tight end set for Lance. Wara, back to pass, rolling on the left side, looking for help. Blitz coming, stepping up. Now he's going to tuck it and run it, and he's going to be dragged back. No, he gets free, and finally a shoestring tackle brings him down. Wiggled out of one sure-looking tackle, but not a second. And he's dropped back at the 35 for a loss of 13. Garrett Mann came on the blitz and picks up the QB sack. It brings up fourth and 20 back to the 35-yard line. A drive that was set up by an 18-yard hookup to Rayala. More down territory for Lots. Two wide to the near side. Reed along with Jacobson. Shotgun formation, high snap, pulled down. Rolling out to his right. Wara looking, blitz coming, steps up, just has to throw it away to avoid the hit. Pressure coming that time from Hayden Mann, who continues to have a wonderful game. So a turnover on downs, a fourth turnover of the night for the Lance Purple Hornets. And the Pats take over at their own 35-yard line. Just over nine minutes to play in regulation time. Again, coming up after the game. Here from head coach Scott Sergela. Take a look at some of the numbers. We'll have the recap, what have you. And here come the Patriots. One to the far side of the field. That's Anderson, the tight end, who's lined out as a wideout, split to the right. And we get a whistle before the play. And a flag thrown against the Patriots for delay of game. That makes a first and 10, a first and 15. Penalties really have not been much of an issue on either side tonight. 
Just over nine minutes to play, regulation time, 22-0 Westwood on top. I formation, double tight end set. Beckman working under center. Takes a snap. Hand off Bergman. He has room right side. Has a first down. Pushing his blockers forward. And he's finally dragged out of bounds at midfield. A run of 20 yards for Ashton Bergman. Followed his blockers. And then he used somebody almost as a human shield. Pushed him forward into a couple of purple jerseys. Looks like a bowling ball on pins. And Bergman has a little extra room. Nine minute mark. Quarter number four. Patriots moving the football once again. High formation, one wide to the far side. Beckman under center. Beckman takes a snap. Handoff, Delangelo running off tackle right side. He's got at least five as he's dragged down, crossing the 45. Call it a gain of six. Westwood continues to ground and pound the football. Once again, tune in tomorrow for our Saturday morning coaches show. Hear from the area teams how their Friday nights went. We won't have Jeff Olson of Ishpeming on tomorrow. His team playing tomorrow. Saturday game for the Hematites going up against West Iron County. I formation, Beckman under center, fumbles the football and just dives on top of it. Smart play by Beckman. No reason to... Uh, to risk something there, and I beg your pardon, that's not Nathan Beckman anymore. That's Garrett Mann, the backup quarterback, who's now in under center. So I beg your pardon, Garrett Mann now in as quarterback. Brings up third and five, loss of one in the play. Ball spot at the horn at 46. 7.35 left to go, regulation time, 22-0 Westwood. Man working under center. Two-man backfield, a wing back, lines up to the left side. He's put in motion. That's Anthony Covio. Here's a handoff to Delangelo running hard to the right side, and he's got a first down and is forced out of bounds near the 40. We do have a flag down as Delangelo is forced out of bounds with 7.14 to play. Holding against Westwood. So that negates the first down run by Delangelo. Third down and long coming up for Westwood. Ball has not been placed yet. The official had a little trouble with the flag, fumbling the flag a little bit himself. It's 45 degrees here in northern Michigan. Everybody's fingers are a little numb. Ball spotted around the 48-yard line, so it ends up being a third and eight. Man under center, Covio in motion again, lines up as a wing to the right side. Man takes a snap, fumbles it, picks it up, and he hands off to Adam Heitenen, who's running out to the right side. He has enough for the first down. Adam Heitenen, who moves over to the running back spot, has enough for a new set of downs. He gets out of bounds with just over seven minutes to play in the ballgame. So the second teamers in the ballgame for Westwood. They control most of this fourth quarter. Patriots back home next Friday night taking on Bessemer, a team that comes in to tonight 0-6.
And at last update, they were trailing Nagani 50 nothing at halftime. Covio the wing to the right side of the field. I formation. Man under center. Covio in motion again, right to left. Man takes a snap. Hand off Heightenen again. Heightenen shakes off one would-be tackler, dives forward after being hit near the line, and he gains about one in the play. Carter Tullison came up to make the stop for Lance. Purple Hornets starting to put a few second-teamers in there as well. 6-18 to play, clock rolling. 22-0 Westwood in command. It's going to be a happy bus ride back to Ishpeming for the Bats tonight. Nobody out wide of the play. I formation, double wing set. Different look for Scott Sergila. Covio in motion, stops, hands off. It's Heightenen again, using his blockers and finds a seam. Heightenen loose to the left side and is dragged down inside the 20. And I beg your pardon, Taylor Delangelo. Delangelo rather than Heightenen. They keep interchanging those two. A great read by Delangelo using his blockers. He saw a block developing. Scott Sergila said he was challenging his guys to use their cuts better this week. Delangelo made big on that commitment right there. First and 10 down to the 16-yard line. The second team is in, but Westwood's moving the football. Delangelo is the tailback on this play. Eric Anderson, the tight end, is the fullback. Double tight end set. Covio in motion. Man, fumbles the football on the snap. Looks like he dove back on top of it. The Pats retain possession. No gain. Brings up second and ten. Clock rolling, 535 left to go, fourth quarter. Patriots are going to improve to 5-2 and two on the year, 4-1 and one in league play. Man working under center. Cavio in motion. Two-man backfield. Here's the turn. Handoff Delangelo using his blockers, and he's met after a gain of about two. There will be less than five minutes left in this game by the time the next play is snapped. Third down and long, 15-yard line. Lots in danger of falling to three and four overall. Two and three in league play unless they can come up with a miraculous comeback. And the Patriots on the verge of pitching their third straight shutout. So third down and nine. Ball at the 15-yard line. Nobody out wide in the play. The jumbo package for man who works under center. And we get a whistle blowing the play dead. Looked like it was going to be a handoff to Delangelo, the deep back. And delay a game. Called against Westwood. They're second of this drive. So 4.23 left to go regulation time. Turns a third and nine and do a third and 14. Ball at the 20. Cavio in motion. I formation, man turns, he hands off. That's Heightenen running to the outside and he's dragged down after a minimal gain. Gain of a yard to bring up fourth down and 13 inside the 20. 
Westwood will keep the second team offense on the field. Four-minute mark, regulation time. The Pats lead at 22-0. Glad that you're with us on ESPN Radio UP and on the ESPN Radio UP mobile app. We're back on next week as the Pats host Bessemer. Chance to clinch a postseason berth. Pats continuing to milk the clock. A couple of delay of game penalties on this drive, and that's the least of their concern. They're willing to take the five yards in exchange for letting time bleed off. Man takes a snap, rolling out to his right on fourth and 13. Steps up, fires a deep ball toward the end zone. That is incomplete. The Patriots turn it over for the fifth time tonight. 3.23 left to go, regulation time. Lots will have one more chance to avoid the shutout. 22-0 Westwood. Touchdown runs by Nathan Beckman, Ashton Bergman, and Taylor Delangelo. And timeout is called by Lots. Once again, make sure to tune in tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. We will check in with the area coaches. Talk to them about how their Friday nights went. Get caught up on all the action and what you missed. And get coaches' reaction. That includes Scott Sergler for all the Patriot fans tuning in. Now looking around the scoreboard from the area, Nagani has gone final, 50-8. to eight. They thump Bessemer. So it will be a winless Speed Boys team entering Ishpeming next week to take on Westwood. Marquette tied with Lakeland, Wisconsin, 144 to go until halftime. Three quarters complete. Norway still leads Gwynn, 14 to 6. Model Towners trying to get back into the win column. 4-0 start, followed by a two-game losing streak. Model Towner fans can hear Dion Brown, head coach over at Gwynn, on the coaches' show tomorrow morning. Uh, here comes Lots out of the timeout. They are looking for their first plus 500 season since 2015, which was the last time they made the playoffs. Too wide on the play. I formation. Back to pass. Looking, stepping up in the pocket, and dragged down. After a short gain, that was Devin Funk, the fullback. Backup quarterback is in for Lance as well, and that's sophomore Presley Rassinen, the only sophomore in the Purple Hornet roster. Three-minute mark, quarter number four. No gain in the play, brings up second and ten. Ball at the 20. Jacobson lined out to the near side. 4-4 front defensively for the Pats. Rassinen rolling out to his right side, looking, steps up, fires, incomplete. Threw it just behind Tanner Lane, his intended target, from his tight end spot. And it brings up third down and nine. 2.41 left to go, regulation time. The Pats in command, 22-0. On the verge of improving to 5-2. and two. Stick around for the postgame show here on ESPN Radio UP. Glad that you're with us. Week 7 of the high school football season.
We woke up to frost on the ground, but we will be going to bed with a Patriots victory. Too wide on the field. High formation, Rassinen. Dropping back to pass, looking to the right side, blitz coming, picked up, Rassinen scrambling, still holding out to the right side, pump fakes and throws it away, a dart near the turf, and it's caught by Jacobson. Somehow he slid underneath it. I think Rassinen was just trying to throw it away near the sideline. Jacobson made a play for the ball, got his arms underneath it, secured it for a two-yard gain. Still fourth down and seven, balls at the 24. 2-11 2-11 left to play, clock rolling. Punt unit on for lots. Messer takes a snap, gets his one away. A high punt with not a lot of distance. Takes a lots bounce, rolls dead just past midfield and is down there by lane. So the Patriots take over with a chance to knee the ball a couple of times and we'll be on our way home. 22-0, Westwood on top and on the verge of their third straight shutout victory. So man brings the offense onto the field. Minute 53 of game time left. And the Pats come out in the victory formation. Man working under center. Ball spotted their own 48. And Man takes the knee. They'll have to do it a couple of more times. But the Patriots have won their third straight ball game. They have not been scored on since week four against Ishpeming. So it's mathematical now as the final seconds tick away. Westwood will have a chance to clinch a playoff berth next week in front of their home crowd against Bessemer, who again lost 50-8 to tonight against Nagani. Second straight blowout win for the Miners, who will be our opponent in Week 9. Minute 10 left to play, regulation time. Man under center takes a knee again. He'll have to do it once more. 22-0, Westwood. En route to their fifth victory of the season tonight. Coming on the road in a hostile environment. And they extend their winning streak over lots to nine straight games. 42 seconds left to go regulation time. Mann brings his team to the line. They may just be content to take the delay of game, get as many seconds off the clock as they can. Yards don't matter at this point. Mann takes a snap, takes the knee. That should do it. The teams go over, talk with the officials, saying, do we need to do this one more time? Official tells them they do not. And the teams are sent off the field. Final seconds tick away as Westwood improves to 5-2, 4-1 in league play with a 22-0 win over the Lance Purple Hornets tonight in Lance. We will take a timeout. We'll come back and we'll put the finishing touches on this thing. Other than more is coming up as the postgame starts now on ESPN Radio UP. 
Are you looking for a new vehicle with a payment that fits your budget? UB Catholic Credit Union is here to help. The Payment Saver Program is a low payment alternative to a traditional loan or lease. It offers lower monthly payments, no down payment, and a flexible loan term that ranges from 36 to 72 months. It's a perfect fit for anyone looking for a vehicle five years old and newer. Call UB Catholic Credit Union or visit us online for more information about the newest, easiest way to be in the car of your dreams. Get caught up on all the Friday night football action with our Saturday morning coaches show. Wake up with us every Saturday morning at 9, and you'll hear straight from your favorite coaches about last night's game. You'll get the best analysis in town on all the big plays and dramatic finishes. Why wait until Monday when you can tune into the Saturday Morning Coaches Show, kicking off at 9 a.m. only on ESPN-UP. It's time for the Westwood Patriots Post Game Show on ESPN-UP, the only place for instant analysis and coaches' interviews. Welcome back to Lots. Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play. Thomas Dunstan, our in-studio producer and engineer. Final score this evening, Westwood 22 and Lots 0. The Pats improved to 5-2 overall, 4-1 in league play as they continue to hold on to sole possession of second place in Westpac Division A. Meanwhile, Lots drops to 3-4 overall, 2-3 in league play. For the moment, they fall out of that four-way tie for third place as they look to Reestablish some playoff hope going into next week. Looking at a few other finals uh, around the area, games that we have updates on. Uh, Norway now has a nine-point lead over Gwynn. That game's still in progress. Ten minutes left in the fourth quarter there. Marquette, 14-14. They're tied with Lakeland of Wisconsin. That game is at halftime. And you heard earlier, Nagani, 50-8 to winners over Bessemer. Those are the next two opponents for Westwood. But this game, let's tell you how it happened. Westwood with three touchdown runs by three different players. First quarter, 3.06 remaining. Nathan Beckman, a two-yard touchdown scamper. He brought it in for the extra point as well. I beg your pardon, I said two-yard, seven-yard touchdown run for Nathan Beckman. Brought it into the two-point conversion as well. Westwood went up 8 nothing. That was set up by a 46-yard touchdown drive following an interception by Eric Anderson. His second straight week with an INT. Then 23 seconds left in the first half. Ashton Bergman from five yards out. Conversion failed, and Westwood went up 14-0 into the halftime break, set up by a 54-yard touchdown drive that was uh, set up on a turnover on downs, a fourth down and inches stop for Westwood near midfield. Then in the third quarter, a ground-and-pound offense for Westwood saw Taylor Delangelo jump into the end zone from three yards out with 19 seconds left in the quarter, and Westwood grabbed a 22-0 lead. The second team played for the fourth quarter. That was more than enough scoring for Westwood, pitching their third straight shutout. So Westwood continues to impress, and dating back to week four against Ishpeming, Westwood has now outscored opponents 76 to nothing. When you throw in the final six points of the Ishpeming game, the two points awarded for Manistique's forfeit, the 46 from last week and the 22 from tonight, it adds up to 76-0. Westwood has outscored opponents 76-0 in that time. Patriots get to 5-2. and two. One went away from returning to the playoffs for a second straight year. Chance to do it next week when 0-7 Bessemer comes to Ishpeming and Westwood High School. 
I tell you what, we've got more coming up in our post-game show after this. We'll take our last time out. We'll come back and we'll continue to wrap this thing up. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Football on ESPN Radio UP on the ESPN Radio UP mobile app. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com. Your new and improved source for all things UP sports. You're listening to the Westwood Patriots post-game show on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Lots Tanner. Oops, the play-by-play. Delighted that you're with us. We continue to see final scores roll in throughout the area. The uh, Westwood Patriots hoping for a little help from Houghton tonight, taking on league-leading Calumet. That was not the case. Calumet 35-0. They blank Houghton this evening. Meanwhile, Hancock and Iron Mountain continue to be in a tight one. End of three quarters, it's a 21-21 tie. Hancock once again with Iron Mountain. Uh, You heard Marquette, Lakeland, Wisconsin tied at 14. That game is at halftime. Meanwhile here, it is Westwood winning 22 to nothing and a chance to return to the playoffs by uh, securing it with a victory next week against Bessemer. Good win for the squad tonight. They didn't have to do it through the air once again. This game actually got started with a turnover on the Patriots' first play from scrimmage, an interception thrown deep in their own territory. Ended up giving the ball away at the 30-yard line. And since then, there was only one pass the rest of the game. It was a little five-yard screen pass that Eric Anderson turned upfield. But once again, the Patriots win without balance. Nathan Beckman, one for two for five yards through the year. He is now two for six through the year. The last two games combined, but in that time, the Patriot offense has scored 22 and 46 points for a total of 68 in those four quarters. And keep in mind that the first-team offense has played for only about five of those eight quarters. So Westwood is now 5-2 and two on the season. They win their ninth straight game over lots, and the Purple Hornets still have not uh, defeated Westwood on the gridiron since 1989. Uh, lots falls to 3-4 and four on the season. They are 2-3 and three in Westpac A. They look to rebound next week when they take on Iron Mountain before finishing the regular season up against Calumet. Westwood, once again, Bessemer home next week, and then road trip to Nagani, who took home the first-ever Koski Memorial Trophy this evening as they knock off Bessemer by a score of 50 to nothing. Well, that should just about do it for the broadcast. Uh, not sure we're going to get Coach Sergil up here tonight. 
Uh, we'll have to see, wait for his thoughts tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. Be sure to tune in for the Saturday Morning Coaches Show right here on ESPN Radio UP on the ESPN Radio mobile app, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Hope to have you with us as we recap the area games and chat with our area coaches. Once again, the final score here in Lots. Westwood 22, Lots nothing. Patriots move to 5-2 and two within one game of clinching a postseason berth. Signing off from Volunteer Stadium, Lots, Michigan, I'm Tanner Hoops saying good night and go Pats. Dave's Collision and Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com. Your new and improved source for all things UP sports. You're listening to the Westwood Patriots post-game show on ESPN-UP. From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.